0: and on the topic of bits, let's erase any doubt. Todd's almost always joking when he says, edit it out. The intro goes long, cause Todd's so big hearted. Other podcasting before his gets started. The intros are recorded on a phone, but don't worry. The audio of the show is at a higher quality. You know the Podcasters Association voted the Todd Glass Show a number.
1: Jake, happy birthday. No, that's not enough. Play better, J.J. All right, no, that's not good enough. It's Jake's birthday. We need more. He's driving on heroin with his floppy hair flopping out the window on his way out of Vancouver. Now listen, Gabe. J.J., it's It's Jake's birthday. I want big. I want you to hit notes like 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 crazy. I, I'm not shitting around. Start the show. How's everybody? How's everybody? Seriously. Are you doing okay? Hey. Ryan Sickler is on the show today. Now Ryan is from Crab Feast with good old Jay Larson and uh let me explain something. I thoroughly enjoyed every moment hanging out with him. He's just, you know, he's the best. And so is Jay Larson. Um, They're just easy to be around. And Ryan was just really easy. Like, I felt comfortable talking silly or serious. I like mixing things up. Might be a new way to do the show. I am going to work on listening, just so you know. I'm working on listening, it's hard, but it's a goal. It is a goal. Um <laughs> well, I'm a serious interviewer, so you know, I could point out my faults cuz I'm cuz it's a real show. Um and I think that's it. This will be a short opening today. I'm very very much uh looking forward to uh Pittsburgh being part of their comedy festival and uh, I think that's it so <laughs> you're great look at you huh? no oh, don't 15 seconds f- forward it you need to hear the whole opening
3: mm-hmm
1: H,, mm-hmm, 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 mm-hmm. bup. See that's singing. Oh Jesus. Listen, you're great, you're special, you're kind, you're funny, you're talented, you're charming, you're delightful, you're spectacular, you're awesome, you're neat, you're fun, you're happy, you're, you're all the things and more. Okay? You get it? I need a dentist. I can't believe that there's not somebody out there that works at a nice dentist office in L.A. Mm-hmm. Wait. Hold on. To George Carn, I'm going to open up my front door. Listen. My ride's here. That's a helicopter. I thought that might be funny. Oh, I got up from my desk for that. All righty. Everybody... Goodbye. Enjoy the show.
3: Now entering Nerdist.com.
1: Right? You can do anything you want. Why are we starting with our old jingle? Let's play Letterman's. Right? <laughs> it feels right. I thought it, that sounded. It right. feels right. Just let it. I had to pause. Everything's fine. <laughs> Tonight on the Todd Glass Show, Ryan Sickler from Crab Fest. Feast. Well,
3: <laughs> Feast. <laughs>
1: Fuck (laughs) it! You've only been on three times. By the way, before the show, I... I, Turn the music off for one second. And take the sound effects. Turn the music off. (laughs) Took you four seconds. No, no. You did a good job. It's not that type of environment. Um, I asked before the show, because I'm bad with names, and I did say, uh, is it Crab crab Feast or Fest? And who said it? And by the way, why am I throwing somebody else under the bus? You were just trying to help me. But who did say it was Fest? exactly and i fucked up and i'm sorry oh what did you think i was going the other way That's get okay. it i looked like i was going to attack you... him people at home might have heard something you look stupid in the room if i said something funny and nobody caught it then people at home go yes he he went all the way down a path of very definitely diligently blaming him it was an accusatory thing <laughs> then when he said it right i went i know and i fucked up and i flipped it around Nobody in the room, uh, you know. Maybe I'll do it to you later, and I hope you're nice to me. Therefore, I apologize to everybody you, in the you room. You do not
4: need to apologize. You gave us the nicest compliment before we started. You said, "Can I
1: repeat it, please?" Because to George Carlin, and that's my safe word. It's just a good word to have to George Carlin. Yeah, just oh, instead I of saying that. "swear to God," yeah, just, sure. Daniel Kino started oh, I love it. it. Um, We got overwhelmingly. I'm not saying I don't enjoy doing other podcasts. That's not. That's of course. There's other podcasts I love to do, but um, overwhelmingly, uh, when we did your podcast, uh, more uh, uh, energy sent our way, like through emails and tweets and long. So they're they're interactive, and they were. And I'll tell you something else. They were kind. Thank you, yes. Because let me tell you something. If you have a dumb audience, you can't act like it has nothing to do with you. (laughs) (laughs) Unless I make this very clear. Zach Galvanakis would be an exception for that because his stand-up only – Look, I'm giving him a compliment. Only would draw people that were pretty intelligent. Sure. You know, to get the levels and to get the subtleties and just to get it. You have to, you know, I don't think there's any flaming morons that love Zach, Allen this, Zach and Alan that got a lot of stand-up. But, <laughs> and by the way, this is in the middle of the intro, which we will get back to. But uh, because of the movie, yes, there's people that might not be familiar with his stand Let's move you over, like, a uh, foot. There you, you go. Me. Can I tell you what, and I'm going to go so on track today. Pulled cords are like, I guess, my thing. Hold on, let me... Let Am me I good me. here? No, 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 you're fine. All right. Nobody is ever doing anything wrong because I'm, I'm tightening the stand, everybody, because it was wobbling. <laughs> and I don't like pulled cords. You know what I mean? Like, cord has to have a little slack in it. Like, if the mic cord is going from the board to you and it was like pulled taut because it barely made it, hard for me to concentrate. Hard All for right. me to concentrate. So anyway, so when we did your show... um. Uh, yeah, we got a lot of a uh, lot of interaction. Your fans really uh, 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 they, they uh, reply. They uh, you know what I mean? They interact, interact, interact. politely and yes, funny. You know. they I fu-
4: thank you for saying that. Um, and, and we're fortunate because a lot of comedians say the same. And, um, you know, our fans really they're go- I said to you also it's like being a parent and your children go over to someone else's <laughs> house and they. The parents say, your children are
1: so well-behaved. You yes. have great children. Well, you should be proud of that because, yeah. and again, we're in the middle of the intro. Other shows. Yeah, we have I a mean, great family. Well, band. this is a Let's real get show. get back to your intro. That's, oh, look at you. Look at Nick Lee. It's like he's waiting oh, there and pray. Shut up. What the fuck? Oh, because I think I said it, and then I stopped saying it, so you were ready. All right, bring it down. Okay, so let me do this. I'm going to go back to something quick. So with Zach Albanakis, I just want to finish every thought, and then we're going, to re- we're going to play the intro, and then we're going to introduce you, and then we'll start the show. Uh, and happy birthday, Jake. This is your uh, – Jake just had his birthday, but in the car, this is going to be Jake's birthday show. So whenever you want to reference Jake, anybody in the show, I don't – Jake! It's Jake's <laughs> oh, Jake. Birthday? We're going to happy it's birthday? Happy Jake. birthday, He's when driving is his in birthday? the car. I think it is tomorrow. Oh, it's tomorrow? Yeah. Oh. So, so this currently, it's Jake Eve. Jake Eve. Right. Jake Eve. This is Jake, this is Jake Eve. Jake Eve right now. Wow. Did you just feel the vibe
4: change? Oh, man.
1: I, what what can up I Jake? tell you something? No, to George Carran. That's why I love that word. <laughs>
2: I got two of them Can I tell ready. you why I love that <laughs> yeah. word? Sure.
4: Well, the other
1: one was me using it on myself to make you believe me. But this is the same thing, yes. Because it doesn't always have to be monumental. Sometimes it can be. You're like, come on, Todd. You're, you're fucking with us? No, to George Carran. And everyone knows instantly you get everyone to believe you. And it's really helpful, even if it's something this teeny, because it says the, the, it says the seriousness of that I'm not joking, and it gives it more validity. When you said it's Jake Eve, and that changed the mood in the room, it did. It did. Mm-hmm. Because it's Jake Eve. Now we're like, it's fun. The light looked different. Look at up. Yes. Young Jake. Christmas Eve, Thanksgiving Eve. Jake Eve. Jake Eve. <laughs> now, because his birthday was two days ago, because today's Friday, and his birthday, was thir- his birthday was yesterday, right? Yeah. His birthday was yesterday. Today's Friday. Um, what do we call it? Is there another name? Like when you take Thanksgiving... Nah, Jake, Eve, Eve? <laughs> no, you're going backwards. You'd have to say it 52 times for that to make sense or whatever the number <laughs> of <or> the days <laughs> in the year are to, to get us back to... Uh, but anyway, had, it, we'll call it Jake Eve because it is for us. It's for us. It's for mm. us. And this show drops on Friday, but what we're recording... Oh, Jesus, all this work. I could have just said this. We're, we're recording this show on Jake Eve. That's it. That's what I meant, yes. So I'm so sick of... Well, you know... Um, okay. I was going to say, well, you know Jake. He drives around and he does acid and he has his hair flopping around <laughs> in his new Prius. <laughs> in his new Prius. New Prius. <laughs> How's Jay? I heard you two aren't getting along. Jay? Jay. I don't want to talk about it. I know. Is it, is it going to work itself out? It I don't will. want it my... All, I shouldn't have said
3: anything.
4: No, no, you shouldn't
1: have. But it'll all work out. Yeah, it'll be
3: fine. <laughs> it'll
4: be fine. You okay, know. so... Um, Hall and Oates will here, continue. Here, here we go.
1: Ah! Uh, tonight on Drums... Aristotle. There you go. And Robbie Kirkhoff is here. Yeah! On the Todd Glass Show tonight, we'll do... Fake Game Show. Invention ideas. What are some invention ideas that we have for businesses and a product? Also... <laughs> Todd will sing in the devil voice and we'll do a stressful video and maybe the meatball song. Also we'll have time for an easy sing along and a clip from Jenny Moss. And maybe the game show bit. Oh good Good job, Aristotle. (laughs) nice finish i don't like the way my voice sounds at all like i want to can you turn me up a little everything's fine i feel great so anyway let's is there anything we want to get out of the way is the air conditioning as low as it goes can you see whose phone's ringing am i having a nervous breakdown no i hear live todd's having a nervous breakdown can I tell a, a quick uh, George Carlin story? Yes. So you're George Carlin? Mm-hmm. Can I introduce you first? Sure. <laughs> yeah, sure. No, no, I don't mean... That sounded <laughs> flip, but It meant, it meant yeah. like, genuinely. Like Thank you. By yeah. the way, because it's not odd for you to do 10 minutes and we introduce you. So you could have said, you know what? I'm going to tell you what I'm going to do because I'm professional. Well, this is a real show. A lot of people get jealous about it, but this is a real show. It's a real show. Sure. Come on, not now. Come on. Really? In the fucking middle while I'm talking like that? Very unprofessional. Um... Because I'm professional, and the other podcasts are getting nervous because I can do jingles and straight interviews, so I get it, I get it, and I have a change of tone this week. I'm going to be more empathetic. Well, there's shit in their pants. So I'm going to, because I'm professional, I do want you to tell your story before we introduce you because I'm very curious. So it had to do with the Bray improv? Oh, about you, yes. Yeah. Oh, yet another story about I'm George Carlin.
4: I'll, yeah, but that's okay. Let's, let me s- let's tell you this. So,
1: um, think, Can we vote? Sure. How many? Todd people, Glass story or George Carlin? Okay. Story? Uh, how many? I'm going to stay out of this because it looks. You know, if I vote for myself, yeah, it looks better. Sure. How many? And you don't get to vote either. Okay. So this is There's a, only a, three, it's three. Perfect. Three. It's, it's, perfect, it's easy because it's yes. one thing. It's done. Uh, how many people want to hear the Todd Glass? Wait, I have a
5: question. If we vote for one, do we not get to hear the other story? No, that's later. Oh, Okay. Later.
1: Oh yeah, I want to just make sure. I wasn't sure. If no, this no. I like, like that you clarify. So how many people want and don't? Because I'm in the room. Matter of fact, I'll close my eyes. I swear to George Carlin, so I'll never know. Okay, <laughs> and I'll just start telling the story. R- who whoever wins, okay, who wants? Well, oh yeah, it's, oh you don't even need to ask the other one, do you? No. The first one's gonna it's gonna be over, right? I don't know. It can't be a tie. Oh, it could be a tie. It can't
0: be Wait, a tie. It, doesn't it cannot matter. I'm be a confused. tie with three people. Oh, there's three. I thought there All were right, two because I was Let's nervous. Close your okay, uh,
1: two George Carlin. I'm shutting my eyes. Carlin one. Okay, uh, Todd who-
4: two. Just hold up some fingers. All right, so I went to see George Carlin. (laughs) Um, Now, I do want to know, but we'll talk about it later. All right, so uh, uh, I'm from Maryland. uh, (laughs) My friend's dad took us to... He said, "You guys want to go see George Carlin downtown? And George was playing at it's called Pier Six, which is outdoor little pavilion on the water. How,
1: how old were you at this time? We were
4: fourteen, sure, freshman high school. I'm a good interviewer. It's a great question, and couldn't wait to go see George Carlin. Actually, I, no, 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 I was sixteen. I was sixteen, and, uh, and we you get, were
1: excited. But was that like a big? So deal for excited you?
4: because I, my father just." long story short had turned me on to comedy richard Pryor immediately and then i just and then we just both started finding other people and gravitating george carlin was just obviously a, a you know complete standout so i'm some i'm my dad had passed and my friend's dad is taking us because he knew i like carlin everybody liked carlin and here he's coming to baltimore we're like god and we get to see him in a great venue not some dumpy room or you know Summer and uh, but it's it's humid, muggy. You know, you're from Philly, so we get there and I love
1: Philly though for my listeners. The humidity, ugh. Hey, watch your mouth. And we get there. Put in. (laughs) "Mm, I love Philly. (laughs) Matter of fact, do you mind doing this so the audience can you just because I don't want to,
2: you
5: know, people people get
1: and we'll edit it in. No one will ever know. Could you just? I'll mention Philly again. Could you go? Oh, I love it there. And then we'll take that and put it back in the other one. Sure. So Philadelphia, yeah. Sure. Oh, I love Philadelphia. Oh, of course. Yeah, I love it. Uh, And I really do love it. Uh,
4: I was saying the humidity, not just there. East Coast sucks. So we're at the concert, and he's getting ready to close out on his. Uh, was it seven words? Mm-hmm.
1: Is it seven or eight? It's seven, isn't it? Well, yeah, not, th- not anymore. And also, the <laughs> and also, go back. I'll make this quick. That's why they call it interjecting, not interrupting. Um, <laughs> just so you know, I don't want anybody in here thinking I'm a bad interviewer because I know what the fuck I'm doing. Um, but uh, the. Carlin. But there was a specific thing you said I was going to react to. Um, Seven words? Seven seven words. Seven words. Go back and listen to it. And what was more interesting, see, I could see both sides thinking Carlin was on their side because they're guessing. When Carlin made fun of the words you couldn't say, they weren't. The, they weren't – they were words that didn't harm anybody, a right. lot of them. You know, maybe one or two, but who knows? Like I always say, he might have changed, but it was mostly making fun of the people that are offended. Sure. And of course he's not making fun of the people that are offended that are right. He's making fun of back then in those days, people were offended over things that didn't matter. Right. And they're still doing it, but make but, – but I'm telling you, he was a th- – Look, I don't it's know because
4: him. of those people that these words cannot be said.
1: Right. And yeah. and he was making fun of the people that, you know, the same people that were offended when when progress was happening. And they but anyway, that's my perception of it. But I don't I didn't uh, I never met him or heard any of his work, to be honest. This could be a problem when I comment about him. I never heard it as George. Did Far- you You I'm never kidding. have you yeah. ever seen? I never heard, heard of him. See him. I never saw, him, never, never heard, heard of him. Never saw any of his work. <laughs> so maybe I should stop talking about him. I just heard he was cool, and everybody liked him. To be honest, I, I jumped on the bandwagon. So anyway, you go to see on. and to jump
4: How big of a room is it that you? It's a, uh, it's a little outdoor amphitheater. I don't know, maybe a thousand. I don't know, a thousand's probably fair. Maybe okay. I could be way off on that. I'll trust but you. and and the, it's just a nice yellow top. The all the sides are open. You're right on the water, and here's George Carlin. And I'm just like, oh, my God, this is awesome
1: to see this. Did you say San Diego? Baltimore. Baltimore. Okay, I'm sorry. Um, Diego, interjecting. That's interjecting. No, no, no. There's this place in San Diego on the water. It's crazy to be able to see a show like that. Yes. It's like you're watching a show in artwork.
4: Boats are going by. Yeah. Yeah, Some crazy. pull
1: up and watch the show from their boats. Yeah, we, certain... we used to
4: ride our uh, mountain bikes downtown, and we would go to watch check Because any band that would come the day earlier, they would sound check And we would get a free, like, six-song concert just sitting out there watching that. So we get to see him there. And uh, long story uh, long. A guy, uh, the camera or the spotlight guy, he's up in the top of the tent in this little tower, and right as he's doing the seven
1: words, you just hear boom.
0: (laughs) Come on, don't
1: don't be a fucking idiot in the middle of an interview, asshole, (laughs) fucking idiot. That that's not how you get, get. Seriously, Nick, don't be a fucking asshole. And to George Carlin, by the way, I really it was interested in that story. I said to George Carlin, and he plays blah blah blah. You know what, Nick? That's, that's why fucking I'm glad Jake's coming back. That's fucking rude. And I'm going to tell you something else, and I'm going to be... All right, there you go. I'm glad. I hope you think you're... Oh, you're so funny. Thank you. I'm going to say something serious, actually. You think you're so funny, you got that little grin on your face? Out, okay, all right. That's great, great. Keep doing whatever you want. That's how you end up not having a job, and... Uh, Doing sexual favors for people behind the Seven Eleven to, to support yourself. Okay, so go ahead.
3: Go ahead. Um,
4: so in the middle of the famous bit that I can't wait to see is a 16-year-old. You just hear this boom, and the spotlight shoots straight up in the air, and then you see legs shoot out. And the the spotlight guy was so hot and humid up there, he passed out, and the light went Shut- straight up into the roof, and his legs were hanging off and he was in jeopardy of falling onto the crowd so the, carlin sees it you know and they just give him the hurt you know and he spe- and i'm just so like what and he speeds he just rushes through it everyone is now looking at this and you know some screams and everything and then the they make us all stay in the fire department and and carlin to his credit he he gave us the show he he did, it wasn't his fault right. he wrapped up and got out of there um, and then they made us all sit and the fire department came in and I'll never forget. I've never seen it in, in, you know, other than on television, but they put him in this. Um, it was like a, a like a cage. It looked like a coffin, but it was a metal cage, you know, like two. Oh, pieces. They, I've seen that like when and they rescue people. Yeah, from mountains. because he, they couldn't get up there and right. they couldn't carry him down. He was dead weight. So they put him in this cage and then they lowered it down. And then everyone's clapping and all booming out. And that was the, wow, that's the George crazy Carlin concert. That,
1: uh, they have a situation like th- that's happened. And it's probably not just for that, but it's like where it's probably we probably not- on a mountainside yeah. or hill, you know, something like that where they just have to get the person.
4: They can't walk or whatever. What do you
1: think that people are going to go climbing? Look, I don't want to sound like I've said this before and I repeat it every time because I don't I, I don't take for granted. Everybody listening to the show has heard every episode. So sometimes I repeat myself unnecessarily. Sometimes I think it's necessary. And this is I always put it together. As opinionated as I am, this goes back to the, uh, the, the, the people that have to be rescued. Not this guy. He was doing his job. But um, I, I understand people want to do things I don't want to do. I'm not one of these people. Why are people golfing? Wait, 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 wait. No, people want to fucking golf. Leave them alone. I don't like <laughs> golfing. I don't want to fucking hike. I never want to hike. But if, if I was in a room and someone said, what's everyone hiking for? Yeah, I could laugh, stay the fuck home. I get the joke. But I also get people want to fucking hike. Leave them alone. So I'm not saying that. But if you're going to go climb a mountain. Should there be some rule where you, if you get hurt, we can't help you? To. We can't risk a, a – a, a, now, you might go, well, they are rescue workers. Yes, for the lighting guy. It wasn't for people right. that are not This is an employee going of yeah. – The most – not not half – you could go, well, you're driving. Yeah, yeah. We things we have to do, let's save them for because they have lives too. Sure. And they have little children, and they have a mom and a dad or a brother or a sister. And when they lose their life, it's sad too. That is what they do for their job. I get it. But how about if we make it uh, that they don't have to go save people that wanted to fucking, you know – Every asshole uh, hanging off a cliff. Yeah, come on. Stay home. I changed my mind. Anyway, um, so there's that. So uh, let's let's play you in now. I want to make sure I got everything off the list. Happy birthday. Happy birthday to Jake. Happy
2: birthday to Jake.
1: Giggling so (laughs) Come on Jake You gotta be giggling In the car right now Pull over Jake Pull over You're gonna hurt yourself If you're not smiling Ear to ear Then I don't know What the fuck Would make you smile
5: Put your emergency blinkers on Put your emergency blinkers (laughs) on
1: Put your emergency blinkers on You're gonna hurt yourself For
5: Christ's sake Put your emergency blinkers on Jake it's
1: not a joke Everything's a joke to you With your new floppy hair (laughs) Get a haircut When you come back It's driving me nuts all right. So, how about if you do? You want to be introduced sitting there, or do you want to walk into your intro?
4: You know what? I'm gonna because you gave me that option. I'm gonna take the walk into. I like. The intro. And can I tell mm-hmm. you the
1: truth? To George Con, I like when people want to walk into. Oh yeah. It. If you didn't want to, I'd never tell you the truth. Great. I'm in. <laughs> okay, take your headphones off. Don't forget. Well, we're, it's a real show. We have you know we have headsets because we know what we're doing. It's professional. It's a real
2: show. Come on.
1: Are you shitting me? You don't have to play it every time I say it. Okay, so so you're going to get a uh, – okay, let's really like – and I'll point to that. We'll do that. Let's go. Hold on. Let's really – and let's do it big the first time so we can get the conversation. I want to do all the – <laughs> I want to get all the bells and the whistles out of the way. Hold on one second. We have a quick call. It's Jay It's Jay, it's Jay calling from the show. Hey, what's up? <laughs> that was rude. That wasn't worth it. Um, <laughs> so, uh, ladies and gentlemen from Crab Feast. Ryan
3: Siffler, ladies and gentlemen. Ryan Siffler.
0: Thank wow. oh, you, Smoke. Oh, Smoke. Thank you.
4: I've never been bubbled in. I've never been aerosoled in. It is all first for me. Thank you so much, Todd Glass. That's right. You feel loved? Oh, just made up for my
1: entire childhood. There you go. Just made up for my well, it's good childhood. to have you. Well, it's a real show. There were two things. I'm boiling hot. Jesus. And there's, there's a lot of hiss in my, in my headphones. And that was the name of my first country hit. There's a lot, <laughs> a lot of hiss in my headphones. Zach Galvanakis <laughs> will not be here next week, so that's. I don't need to tell what happened. It doesn't matter. It's not important. But uh, he fucked me over. And I have a message from him. Should I play it, or is that wrong? Is that, is that wrong to play a message from him? Maybe. Hold on, let me play it. Let's listen to it and find out. Todd, it's Zach Malik. Get out of here. Hey, listen. Sorry, I can't come to your show, but I did a lot of coke. So <laughs> unprofessional. And that's really him. Potato Sal. Why would I lie? I messed up last week. It's my fault. I gotta blame him. Um, okay, listen. No 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 okay, get in go. There you go. Ba, ba, ba. Come on, I have a professional show to do. Look at that that. like I talk to you and then I do a little show for you. Can I play one thing and then we're going to go send all the love? By the way, this Caveman Coffee, I've never felt better. CO.com Caveman Coffee. Holy shit, that's good coffee. The fuck? So good. Really wakes you up. It puts a little kick in your step. Oh, my God, I've never felt so good. Who needs vitamins when you have caveman coffee? And I don't mean to overset it up. There is there's something I want to play and you'll know why, even though it's not about you. You'll appreciate I've been waiting a week to play this for Aristotle. And then and then and then I think I have everything. Uh, And then we'll throughout the show, I have six serious things to talk about. Great. So we'll be silly. And then out of nowhere, I might go over to this pile over here and that's it. Uh, So here's what it is. Um, happy birthday, Jake. So. Yay.
5: Happy birthday, Jake. Hey, Jake. Yay. Hey, happy birthday, Jake.
1: Yay. Hey, put your emergency blinkers <laughs> on. <laughs> Jake, seriously, it's not a fucking joke. Pull over! Pull now, over! Pull now, over. Jake! Jake, pull over!
2: Even if there's Jake, no pull pull shoulder, Jake, pull, pull over! Pull over, Jake! We're not kidding around. Besides, I don't care pull if there's over. traffic.
1: Seriously, Ryan, I don't know what to do. Can you talk to him and try to get Jake, him to pull over? Pull your ass over! Act like right you're with now. the police department, Jake. You're on the police department and you're Jake. following him in his car. What's his last he, name? Uh, Jake
4: Adams. Jake Adams. He's in a black Prius. Jake Adams. You in the black Prius? Jake Adams. Can you turn pull it up more? over
1: now? How would you know his whole name? Oh, cause you ran his tag.
4: We ran your plate. <laughs> we know it's you, Jake Adams.
1: Pull over now. Oh, here's Jake. I'll be the guy. I'll be his radio in his car. Like <laughs> you're the cop. Ready? Here's what it is. Okay, go. Jake Adams, pull to the Wait, side how of the would road. You, how would you hear the car? I guess you wouldn't. Oh, it's the cops. You can hear it. It's so loud. When he's talking... What he's listening to in the car is backstep. It's like you hear it from... Because it's feeding back, okay? So you pull him over. It's bouncing back through. It's so coming out of the car window so loud that it's being picked up on the cop's PA on his car. Jake Adams, pull to the side of the road immediately.
4: We've run your tags. We know it's you. Pull to to the side of the road now. Turn the Footloose soundtrack down... And pull Jake to the side Adam. of the road now. Jake Happy Adams, birthday.
1: do not make us take out our weapons, Put your Jake blinkers Adams. on. Uh, Jake, put, put on your blinkers. Jake, put your blinkers, blinkers on. And pull to the Jake side of the road. Jake, c- the cops telling you to... This, put your
3: blinkers on. You're being pulled Jake over. Jake Adams,
1: Sorry. this is your last warning. Does that make sense? Yeah, because that could happen. It's not whether it did happen... <laughs> Yeah, the, the car stereo could be so loud. He's listening to the podcast, so I just think we did a. Very, we know it's your birthday. We did a good re-act- a good reenactment. All right, so listen. Oh my God, I feel great. I tell you the truth, I'm very happy right now. I'm I'm comfortable around you. That's what it Thank is. Thank you. I'm being told to, to I, George Caron.
4: I feel the same around you. as Yeah,
1: well. it's okay to say right because. Uh, you know, I call what I get podcast hangover. Sometimes you're in this comfortable mood, I, I and you bare your soul. No, go. That's interject. Quote, you, way, all I that. I I quote you all the time on that. I quote you all the time on that. I say
4: when people ask us stuff, I'm like, yeah. If you ever have, I said Todd Glass I'll always say Todd Glass calls it podcast hangover. It's it's perfect. I, I get because uh, like I'm
1: ecstasy while I'm doing the podcast, and it brings out. <laughs> Like, a, a, sometimes you'll be too, you feel, it's, oh, does that seem, I cried because I'd have to tell everybody I cried. Like, why would I want everyone to know that? Because wh- why not? Yeah. Fucking be honest. Yeah. Just start being. It's a great You time. know, there's so many things that are like, it is a big deal. And I think a lot of people don't realize how a big deal is. And I'll point out two teeny little things when it comes to just like the bullshit of. I know it all sounds like bullshit, the boundaries and how many things are societally taught or how many women are not as unhorny as men. It, I'm not denying there's some of it, but that's another one. No, a lot of it's societally. They shame them. So, but if everybody was just what they wanted to be, it wouldn't be as black and white uh, with a lot of things uh, with, with femininity. Yes, most of the time now, hey, by the time you admit you're gay and you, have, and you fool around with other guys and you happen to be feminine, you may as well admit that too. So it's not that every gay guy is feminine. It's that the straight guys that are feminine, there's no fucking way. This is not my opinion. I'm right, and I'll give you a little stupid thing to back it up. That if Are some people pretty much close to who they are? Of course they are. Some people are very comfortable. That means they're comfortable with their, and I don't want to say feminine qualities anymore because we've attributed those to feminine qualities. It's creativity, what you're trying to say. You are comfortable with your creativity, with your sensitivity. It's not – and I figured out a right way to say it because I want to stop saying that. I thought it was pretty evolved when before I go, you should be comfortable with your feminine per- parts of your personality, your masculine parts. You'll be a mixture of everything. But it's not that. You're, you're comfortable with your sensitivity or, your, it's you, or if to, you know, your creativity. It's
4: all ingredients minus the label of feminine and masculine. Yeah,
1: they're not owned by those right, groups. Exactly. They just decided Sensitive. that that's masculine. Yes. Right, Most yes. people will be an exactly. array of both. Yes. But there's no doubt that there are certain people that are 100% straight that would be really flaming. I can think of comedians that if they came out uh, – not flaming, but their creativity. They're so uh, 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 creative fashion-wise on stage you know that if – like if Paul F. Tompkins – and this is a compliment – said he was gay, which he's not. There would be a lot of people who went, not that I even give a fuck, but you know, I always wondered. He had a lot of style, and then he could go, well, I'm fucking not. So anyway, so here here I come with the the boundaries that, that we that it's, it is a big deal, and I notice this thing. Uh, I don't do it because I don't have a, an I don't. I'm not working on my abs. But when guys and I, I watch them do it, and I'm not making fun of them at all because I, I, I have my shit. When they want to look at their stomach. They take their shirt, and they act like they're wiping their face. Now I can tell when someone's really wiping their face. But I'm dead. Where My treadmill is there's the mirrors in front of the boxing bags. So I see it all the time, and you're like, oh, I know what you're – no, you're not wiping your sweat. <laughs> One guy started lifting the shirt up when he was like you know, 10 feet away from the mirror and just started faking it. But he was never really – there was no sweat. He had no sweat on him at right. all. And then he just all, got that. What he really wants to do <laughs> he is He came see, in from the parking lot. He wants to see. He's been working very hard on his body, and he wants to take a look at it. But because that's perceived, you know, oh, I don't want people to know that I'm, you know. or So they hide that type of stuff. But uh, if you just didn't hide any of that shit, I don't believe. How many, don't tell me there's not a shit ton of football players. Not all. But don't tell me there's not 25% of even football players that want to do the most imbe- – like whether it's knit or cut hair, too. And the second thing, not all – I'm not saying everybody, but if everyone one day woke up and everybody was who they were, some people would be pretty close to who they were. I get it. That, that's a pretty evolved person. But other – oh, it would be all over the gamut. There would be little changes. There would be big changes. Yeah. And then the line between – I get when smart people want to go, come on, you got to admit that you can tell usually when someone's gay. Yeah, in this society, but it's not all – it's not all biological. A lot of it is taught. That's the difference. Does that make sense? A hundred percent. You guys are very. That's why your audience is smart because you guys. You know, I'll give you another compliment. You guys are on the show like you don't look like you would be. To be honest. If I saw either one of you I, at, at the Target, I would never think that you guys are in touch with any of your emotions. <laughs> <laughs> that's where we surprise
4: you me
3: by the Very way in touch with my I, it's not an
1: insult because and i'm su- not
4: buying a swiffer because swiffer suck i'm buying a mop that's how in touch with my emotions i am i'm buying a mop not a fucking But, but swiffer. you understand
1: what i just said right 100%. and by the way when someone said it about me once i remember thinking like well no i'm not what do you mean like what do you and i went yeah i guess i'm not like i don't have a you know i seem a little gruff i guess I was like, I loved it when they said, "I'm like, really, me, a little gruff? Why, why, why? Hello there." Yeah. So anyway, there's that. I am so. The air is on. The fan is on. Hold on, hold on. Although I feel good. Is that? Is that? Ho- Are
4: you rocking a fan at your feet I right do now? It. You're like a drummer. Yeah, <laughs> I love it. You're like a
1: drummer. <laughs> so here's what I wanted to say, and then it's all you. By the way, I love you. I love you too, Todd. Okay, Black. so here's what we're gonna do. How's Jeff, your dog? Is he okay? Sure I remember his name. He's what great. do you think? I
4: forget his name. <laughs> your do- hold on. Hey. Hold on. It's the best name <laughs> in the hold world, on. right? Your dog's name is Jeff and your name is Aristotle. Yeah.
1: <laughs> I never realized that. <laughs> <laughs>
4: oh, I love Jake Eve.
1: <laughs> I love Jake, Jake <laughs> Eve. <laughs>
3: Simple my god, we my God,
1: we learned it.
4: Catalytic <laughs> yeah, <that's> <laughs> <stylistic laughs> <stylistic expialidocious.
1: laughs> just Take it home, Aristotle.
3: <laughs> you want to give
4: a give a wind chime for Jeff?
3: That's nice. So. <laughs> mm.
1: I don't want to overset it up, but I, I don't. I don't think I can. And then you know what we'll do? We'll play this. Then we'll take a break because you've been drinking. Hello? Yeah, you sound funny. Do you hear that? Headphones. I do. Hello? Okay, that's good. Um, and then we'll take a quick break, and then we'll come back, and we then that's when we turn on the. Oh, we like flood it. We flood the tank. Um, we have a song for Aristotle, which we don't have on the board tonight, but it's like, Aristotle, 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 right. So Joe, who does the show, uh, has been sending us these sing-alongs, and I've been saying they're not that easy to sing along. I mean, I need easy, you know. Uh, so he sent he he had his kids do the one that I had difficulty doing.
3: Okay, <laughs> <This is true>. <laughs>
1: <laughs> to George Carlin. Uh, he has his kids do it, and so to George Carlin, he said they did not rehearse. Wow! So right. and then how at old the end, the kids? He, at the end, it what?
4: How old are the kids?
1: Oh, you'll hear. Okay. They both tell how old they are. And, and then at the end, it's so adorable. Like, I got this. I was like, oh, it, it's just so adorable. So listen really close at the end. Like, really pay attention towards the end. And uh, they send a little Love Aristotle's way. So here we go. All right, this is super
0: easy. I'll show you kids. <laughs> listen to it one time. Brandon Wardell. Brandon It was Wardell, for him last week. Brandon Wardell. Right. Brandon Ward.
1: That's pretty easy. You what girls know who... And by the way, they know what they're about to know. I don't want to overset up, but not... Because they hear their dad in the studio. Not because he... That's what's so adorable about it that they've picked up, you know, when, they're... when he's making jingles and stuff.
0: Brandon Wardell is right?
1: No. No, um, they don't.
0: Well, he's a little bit older than you girls. How old are you?
3: Four.
1: How
0: old are you?
3: Six.
0: Yeah, I think he's like a couple grades ahead of you guys. He opened up for Bob Odenkirk on his album. You guys know Bob Odenkirk? No, them. Well, he was going to be Todd on Todd's show. show. That's right. You know Todd Glass' show, right?
3: Aristotle,
4: Aristotle. What's that?
3: Aristotle.
4: I heard it. Aristotle?
3: Yeah. Aristotle is cool, right, Dad? He is cool. Aristotle. Aristotle. He's awesome. <laughs> <laughs> That's it
5: doesn't and get that's amazing. than that. <laughs> that's As the cutest.
1: That's Donald. I'm four. I'm six. Have you ever heard of uh, Brandon Wardell? Have you ever heard of Bob Odenkirk? Have you ever heard of... It's child abuse, I thought about it. I'm reporting it. These kids have these jingles in their head. It's not fair. I hope when he does the ones, well, he doesn't curse in his songs. Now that I think about it, all Joe's songs are, are family-friendly. So when they're walking by the room, it's not like they hear the disgusting ones that um, Lynn Shore does that I ask him to. So anyway, was that adorable? Adorable. I mean, it doesn't get better than that. He's awesome. Can you just play the last part again? Can you drag it? Oh, you can't really, can you? Yeah, we got to get that fixed. You know whose fault that is? Jake. He broke the button that do- does that. But you know yeah. what? Happy you know what? It's birthday, Jake, Jake Eve, so we'll let it Jake, slide. Jake, it's your birthday. It's your birthday hey, tomorrow. Jake. Hold on. Jake oh, your Ryan, birthday. you could have asked me. Ryan just slid a note. He goes, look, I don't want to be troublesome, but is there any way you would let me just sing Happy Birthday to Jake all by myself? Of course. It's Jake's birthday show. Would you like reverb? No, no. You don't want any. No, God, no. I don't need reverb. Oh, are you serious? <clears throat> yeah, no. Let me give you a little bit. No, please. That's oh, you're being serious. Yeah, yeah. I don't. Cause uh, hold on, we have uh, Jay is on the phone. Hey, Todd, how you doing? <laughs> Listen, that's my buddy. That's what I call my podcast wife, and uh, he doesn't want no reverb. I'm telling you. Wait a second. This no, is he's right. Is this that's this my isn't pod, Jay? Wife. This isn't Jay. That's Jay. Prove it. Prove it. You're Jay. Uh, hello? All right, there maybe it is. it is him. That's him. <laughs> um, all right, so, God, yes, of course you can sing. How about if we do this? We'll take it to break this way. You'll sing Happy Birthday. Would you like, uh, well, give you this like a, like, you know what I mean? Like, they call a schmittle of, uh, it's a little schmidtzit of uh, the reverb. I don't know how to say it. Like, like, when, when you've been in the desert for 10 years with no water and you go to spit that much. No. Really? No. Yeah. Oh, no.
4: you're serious. Yeah, that's, I mean, it just makes me uncomfortable. Why? Well, uh, the truth is. Oh, sure. The truth is um, I feel vulnerable when I sing. I always. That's true. Oh, you're being honest. I feel vulnerable when I sing. Um, okay. You know,
1: do you remember when you would go into a new. Uh, Can I interrupt r- interject? No, it's interrupt sure. is half. A, oh, I was trying to take bridge two words, but I realized they <laughs> both start the same. So I was like, I'll start with interject, but change it to erupt. But that's interrupt. <laughs> right. Can I interrupt? Can I? Okay, you have interject. And you interrupted interrupt. your interjection. Yeah, well, so you did. <laughs> Your Honor?
3: <laughs> That's
1: my second wife you have there. <laughs> T- treat her like a flower. <laughs> is, that tr- is that really, Jay? It is? All right, potato That's salad. Jay. Oh, so it really is? Okay, cool. Um, so, uh, well, I won't give you any reverb Can I ask you one thing? I'll just, I'll just put a little, if it's too much I'll, Aristotle, whatever we normally do Like really crank it down If you don't like it No, if you could just keep it to zero I'll on. play a little, who gives just, a shit For shits and giggles, how about that? For, for shits and giggles all right, no, all right, okay. No, just no, a no. little. You're gonna love the mini. always we- whatever you think, it's not gonna happen. I'm gonna do just a teeny bit. You're actually gonna love it. Okay, right, so happy can birthday I, can to Jake. I say this no quickly. one's gonna interrupt you, by the way. We're gonna, gonna go to break this. with this. I'm
4: gonna sing the version of Happy Birthday that our middle school vice principal used to sing to whatever day of the week it was. If it was your birthday, he would go through this whole wow. I love rigmarole. the rhythm. And you're gonna put Jake's name in it. I'm gonna play everything that he did now. We're, you know, 80s. We're in middle school, so think of the time frame. And it would be like a Tuesday, as we say, on the Crab Fest. Mm -hmm. And uh, my wife, my wife over there. Uh, Did you hear that? I'm here
1: for you. (laughs) It'd be nice. That's my podcast (laughs) wife. All right, relax, Jay. Jesus. (laughs) He loves you. He does. Uh, So so you're going to do that version? Yeah. uh, So what he would do is... Can I say one thing? Mm -hmm. At camp, they used to sing happy birthday to you. It was like happy birdle-dadle-toodle-doodle-doodle. Happy birdle dadle toodle oodle doodle -doodle. And that was... Well, I think the guy used to have a kick in his step, if you know what I mean. (laughs) (laughs) So unnecessary. A kick in his step. (laughs) Well, now that I think about it, to tell you the truth, you know, you just take things for granted. And there was some talk about it. So,
4: anyway. Um, Um, Anyway, it would be the day of the week it was, and it's Jake's birthday. And he would get in front of the entire cafeteria. Everyone's at their tables. There's one attention table over here, you know. And he would get up, and, you know, three years into this, every time, you're like, oh, here we go again. But he would get up, and he would. Do uh, you remember his name by any chance? Yeah, his name was Stan Chase, Mr. Chase. He was, it, and and is he still teaching? He's still there, you think? Not, he's not. I just looked him up, actually. He uh, he's involved in education somehow, I believe. Uh, maybe in, you know, up in the school board at this point now. Mm. But um, he was old school. He had a paddle on his wall with uh, holes in it. And, yeah, he was the vice principal. He never hit anyone with it, but that was his intimidation factor. Like, you see this shit right here? And he drove an old blue Cadillac. Uh, You know
1: what? (laughs) One more time. Hold on, I got (laughs) it. One more time. You're fucking out of here. No, seriously. This is your guest. This is a guest. And I'm going to tell you something else, and I'm being very serious with you right (laughs) now. Sure. Well, you know, I got to be honest. You you think it's funny now, Nick, but it's not going to be funny Later. I couldn't really think of anything. When we come back, we have, a, we have a we have a new segment. Shit Nick says to me whenever I get up, and I have more, and I've been writing them down. And he noticed because he was sticking his big nose over in my pieces of paper when I was writing before the show. So go ahead. So uh, Thank he, you. he would drop. Robbie Kirkhoff, Follow him on Twitter. Dumb. I mean, nice people. Go ahead. Lord he, Robbie K. Follow.
4: He would Lord, uh, Lord, drive a blue Caddy, and he would drive it around after school through the neighborhoods because he didn't. Wa- he wanted to make sure none of the walkers, which we were, and so we were. I was a walker in middle school. I don't know if you guys had walkers at some walkers walker, at your school
1: walker
4: walker 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 I was walker. A walker for three years go ahead and uh he was just making sure that none of the walkers were fighting or getting into any sort of trouble in the surrounding neighborhood but
1: you didn't now when you're telling the story you realize he was probably a pretty good guy he was you awesome you didn't
4: know it then though. no right? we, we you know what we just thought he was crazy we didn't know he was a good guy we just thought he was crazy and different uh, he was like in a movie like a absolutely. character from a movie he, like
1: my brother's like that as a teacher and yeah. i really admire him for that, he although I never tell him that. But Listen so, to the fucking show, you idiot. you idiot. I'll tell him. I'll go comb through episode, whatever this is. There's a nice compliment <laughs> in there for you, you pile of shit. You fucking moron. I, I say nice things about you as a teacher. So he would get up front. Long story. Seriously, did you? I'm glad you came and listened to it. And Michael was glad that you said nice things about him too. Alright, now let's just go back to our regular lives and never talk about this. It's going to be very
4: awkward. So you get up in front of the entire cafeteria and he would say he would always, this the same exact scenario every time he would say we got a contest today see who the most handsome guy on team two jake get up here jake and then jake would have to come up in front of the entire whatever period lunch that is a lot of kids and then he would say just he would go all right jake happy birthday jake jake what's your name and after he just said it ten times, and, he, and Jake would be like, Jake, and he'd be like, all right, Jake, Jake, what's your favorite TV show? And Jake would say, "A hey, team, he'd be like, all right, I like that, Mr. T, too. Uh, okay, Jake, what team is your you know on? And that was his way of asking what they had. We had teams and like team one, two, three, and that was his way of asking what girlfriend he had. And he'd be like, you know, team two, he'd be like, all right, all right. Happy birthday to Never a you, just carried the two right through <laughs> Two, happy birthday to <laughs> Happy birthday dear Jay Happy birthday to <laughs> Spongies, get them up, no outside today, no outside today what was spongies, we had to clean our own table after lunch. You had to go up front and get a sponge, like out of a filthy bowl. I remember of water. that. And you were responsible. One person at the table was responsible. And he would always wrap it up, like, Two
0: spongies, get them up.
4: <laughs> and then he would walk, just walk off.
1: And we'll be back. Oh, we don't have to come back. Do you still recording? We have a thing to come back to. We have a new one. Can you play? Well, it's a new to the show. And uh, Roy, let's let Roy take us to break.
0: Well, the Todd Show will be right back.
1: Take care of my second wife. Show. He's got to pee a lot. Let him pee. Don't make him feel guilty. That's my second wife. You
0: got to stay through the conversation. He likes vegan cookies <laughs> with ice cream. Glass
3: oh,
1: show. Glass show. We'll, be right back. well, the Todd Glass show, we are right
3: back.
1: No, no, I'm just uh, singing it myself. Oh yeah, I forgot about that. Turn the reverb off, please. We're back. We took a nice break. We, we had great conversation, even during the break.
3: Nice to my second wife.
1: <laughs> All right, come on. All you right, know Jay. Jesus Christ, oh, Jesus. that's enough. God. I can't believe he's got a Bears. live feed to the show. Some, when I came up here, somebody took the time to draw this watercolor, and they I don't know how they got it up here, uh, but this is true George Carr, and this is true, so they must have come by. Maybe they gave it to someone who works downstairs, but when I came up, it was on the table here, and it was a watercolor, and um, they didn't sign their name. If they did, I couldn't read it. I looked around, unless it's, yeah, you signed it, but you didn't write your name. But that was so nice. And they're like, sorry it wasn't more personal to you. I'm like, you don't need to apologize when you draw something and give it to me. So that was very kind, and I appreciated it. And If you know who you are, email me. Well, I'm sure you know who you are. If you don't know who you are, you should call 911. That's what they tell you a lot of people. You, know you know whenever you hear that, that means people call 911 for that place. That's like my sign bit. Like, if there's a sign that says don't do anything, when you call the pharmacy, if you're having a, a heart attack, hang up and call 911. That means people called the farm. Phar- I'm having a heart yeah. attack. What do I do? Now, you wouldn't hear it if you called, like, if you called Factors, a deli, or Cantors, and then they said it, I'd get nervous. <laughs> Hi, this is Cantors Deli. If you're having a heart attack, hang up and dial 911. All right, that was worth it for me to pause to get my dumb sound effect ready. <laughs> who isn't worth And you know who I blame for that? Aaron, who came in here and he gave me a new phone voice, which doesn't work. So that's why I reach over and use the real phone that we have. See, we have the phone effect in my mic, but I think the listeners know. We also have a, a phone... That we, uh, it's an actual phone that we hooked up to. It. That's well, an we antique didn't hook it up. now. No, our friend, uh, a friend of the show, and it's based on his name, and he's from Chicago. And I, I'm so, you know what? I remember his name. It's David C. from Chicago. And I didn't do that in post. So, I mean, we're not going to try to fool everybody. They just heard you put it in in post. But let's do that for real, okay? Well, it means I, it means I took the time after the show is over to email him. I'll, I can email him. I have his email and say, I'm mortified, but what is your, you know, give me, what's your name again? And he'll tell me. And then that's why they, and now I know his name. It's David C. from Chicago. So there you go. I like how I think I have to leave a pause for it, like Aristotle can edit one in. I leave the amount of time it would take me to say his name. Oh, his name again, it's... David C. from Chicago. Oh. Uh -oh. What if Aristotle, the name was shorter when we got it, but he left the pause in that I left in the show. He didn't know to trim that down, (laughs) too. So people hear this. Of course I remember the guy who made the uh, phone for the studio. His name is... David C from Chicago. Of course I know his name. <laughs> <laughs> All right, listen. So here's what I want to do. Do you want to go over here and talk about something? Yes. Jesus. So anyway, um I am having a a ver- I, look. I'm obs- there's a butt coming at the end of this. I'm obsessed with Family Guy. I love it. Besides Seinfeld brings me the show. That type of joy, too. I know if I'm flipping and Seinfeld's on, even their worst episode, which I don't know what it is cuz they're all great to me. Even the worst ones fucking great. And then you think, well, what's what what's after that? Well, even better than fucking great, you know. They're just great. Yeah, they're great. It's like My podcast
4: just... wife loves Seinfeld. Love.
1: Oh, uh, thank you for remembering, honey. I mean, Ryan. You're I'm welcome, not editing Jack. that out. Called you honey. Did you hear that? Replay that. <laughs> Oh, honey. Hey, I love you so much. I hope people know we were were back. Now, play that back. I want to see if we can hear what he just said. He's drunk. Play it back nice and slow. I'm so drunk, and I love you, and I miss you so much. Don't play this on the air. (laughs) Jesus Christ. Is this funny what we're doing or sweet? I don't want to lose my podcaster's license, and I heard about that. So, anyway. Uh... Hold on. Everything's great. Oh, you know, we forgot to get the Nerdist jingle up there. You know what I mean? Because that's fun to do. You know what I'm talking about? I don't give a fuck. Oh, what? No, no. You I just
3: said... Oh. Nerdist.com. I love that.
1: We love getting that. Somebody sent that in. They tweeted it at us that you should get... That's what they play at the end of every Nerdist podcast. They go, get it like when everything goes bad. Like, you act like you just played that. Like, they decided to come in and end your show. So it's always something like, no, I don't give a fuck. I don't give a fuck about Chris Hardwick. Let me tell you something about Chris Hardwick. What? No, no. no
3: really? Maybe. Oh, they, no, I didn't know they monitored stop. the shows.
1: <laughs> fuck it. I don't give a shit. Let me tell you something. I've been fucking doing this pod for for four years, and Chris Hardwick never, not fucking once, and he's not gonna do it now, and it's what I do. Never. That's the fucking truth of the bullshit. What the fuck? Oh, my God. Now, one thing I say, and he got nervous? Okay, enough with that. He probably sends me a bill for that. Well, he's, he breathed. No, he No, breathes down my neck. He breathes down my neck. Play that message, and I'm not kidding around. Play the message from Chris Hardwick. Hey, uh, Todd, it's Chris Hardwick. I... That jingle wasn't free, so uh, I'll have Katie invoice you. And if you don't believe it was uh, Chris Hardwick, I was on uh, the same Married Children as, as you were. Well, it actually is him, then, because that's the truth. Were you on Married with Children? That is the truth, actually. Really, what episode were you on? Well, I don't like to talk about it. Well, I'm asking. No. Well, uh, do, you, do you mind watching the clip of it first? <laughs> <laughs> Kelly, Kelly, uh, quick Bud, warning. get in here and reenact it. I'm having fun, too, guys. <laughs> oh, I think like he wants to be here. It's yeah, sad. It's sad. He just, like, you hear what he just said? He's having fun, too. I mean, come on. Uh, listen. So, okay. So, <laughs> really quick. I'm pretty sure it's in your book, right? What's in my book? The Married with Children story? <laughs> it is. I, well, I was first You so can buy little... it now on Amazon. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you. Well done. I was nervous around Chris Hardwick. You know, anybody that has a, a more success than you, it, you just get nervous. So Chris Hardwick was on That's why I'm out. so nervous right now. Yeah. <laughs> you, it s- is. you don't seem nervous. I'm very well, nervous. Well, you're doing a great job. Torn up inside. My niece met Daniel Tosh, and she did a great job. She goes When she got in the car, she goes, oh, my God, I was so fucking nervous. I go, well, you know what, Katie? You did a great job of yeah. not acting nervous. Right. She goes, I did? I'm like, yeah. I'm like, relax. And then I punched her in her face. <laughs> well, she's got a big fucking mouth, and her mother knows it. <laughs> <laughs> Give a fuck! I say what's so- up? What? No, I didn't punch her. What the fuck? Nah, that doesn't seem right. I love Jay. Hey, it's Jay again. Todd, do me a favor. I don't know if you got it ready. I know you haven't played this one because I was talking to you about this at the when I saw you at the supermarket and uh, that. Uh, the, the clucking chicken thing. Uh, not the one from Jimmy, uh, the, the one from uh, Fallon, but that other clucking chicken. If you could play that, that would be great. Oh, sure, we have that. This is a guy walking around a restaurant singing right now. Yeah, and he goes like this. I'm not lying. He's singing around. He goes... And he's waving his arms like a chicken. And then when the music stops, he goes like this. You love this? This is tight. He's yeah. walking around with a cordless mic. My heels started lifting off the yes. ground when he hit
4: that part. <laughs> I will be clapping along and cheering him on. Yeah. By the way, I wasn't. Jesus
2: Christ. Can, can we talk about.
4: When you have Jay on, yeah. I, you, you, I'm calling in as much. I'm going to be on that live feed Oh, yeah, I understand. I understand. This guy's really.
1: Hey, we could do it together Jesus if you want. Jesus Christ. Oh,
4: my God. He's jealous, God. I think. I think that's what he's it like,
1: is. oh, we could do it together. Oh, um, <laughs> Jay. Come on, Jay, man. if you're not listening right now, then what, what better things you have to do? We give a whole tribute to a running joke throughout the whole show. <laughs> of course, you should listen to it. Don't feel embarrassed. Don't be sitting in your car. If anybody found out that I really wanted to listen to it, they'd be. You'd, <laughs> no, you're better than that. A minute. Better than that. If somebody says to you seriously, "What are you doing?" You should. I know you. You're in touch with all your emotions. You should be like. I heard they mentioned me on the talk last show. So I'm listening to the whole episode, so I don't miss anything. <laughs> That's what a confident person does. Not turns it off when people come in the room. It's like sometimes when I'm listening to the podcast and I'm around other people, like and it's on the treadmill, I'm afraid someone's going to walk over and because mine's my picture of me at the mic, so I flip <laughs> it because I'm embarrassed. I don't blame you for that. But I don't no, blame but you for I, that. you know, why I'm not? It's, I'm not. A, it's not like I'm cracking up at me you have guests on. And when you're there, you are you're you're loving it, but you're also missing some of it, and you listen to it back over over again and you hear the <laughs> stuff you missed and sometimes yeah. i enjoy it so, i am having the time of my life i just want you to know that wow. i am
4: true this is truly the most fun podcast i have done <laughs> <laughs> you want to cluck along
1: you know it's a it's a new type of therapy just you we'll put some reverb in your mic
3: <laughs>
1: you know we don't need the music you just do it without the music free it. Free you yourself. <laughs> make any so sound good? you want. Huh? <laughs>
4: I like how you're coaching me into pterodactyl. <laughs> oh, I didn't mean to. I didn't mean
3: to. Now I do it. I again. Mean. <laughs> 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 <laughs>
1: oh, my God. This will relax you. Okay. Hey, by the way, I'm try to get over that there's a little cursing, and close your eyes. Quietly. It works,
5: Allow and I'm going to let it breathe to be here fully in this moment with your eyes closed. Don't laugh when they curse. Just just let world, it do what
1: it does. Seriously, do George Carlin. Just let it do what it does. Gradually, get over the giddiness of it. Let the
5: horseshit of the external world fade from your awareness. If you find your mind wandering to other thoughts, don't let it concern you. Just acknowledge that all that shit is fucking bullshit. You're here now, in this place, with your inner stillness. Those bitches can't get under your skin. They can't even. Take in a deep breath. Now breathe out. Just feel the fucking nonsense float away. Take full, deep breaths. Breathe in strength. Breathe out bullshit. Allow your breathing to discover its own natural, unhurried pace. If your thoughts drift to the three-ring shit show of your life, bring your attention back to your breathing. And with each breath... I'm doing it too, guys! I'm doing it
1: too. It's Jay Larson I'm doing it. I turned this mic off, I turned this
5: mic off. Fuck that. With each breath you take, your thoughts become lighter. And all the soul-eating cocksuckers just fall away into nothing. Take a moment to appreciate the silence. assholes can't piss all over a purity like this, you are weightless, timeless, without beginning or end, completely relaxed and free of thought, and as you slowly open your eyes, greet the world and everything in it with a new, beautiful breath of fuck that. Jake, make sure your emergency blinkers are on. Turn them on.
1: And curtain. That was a piece of art because Jake was listening to it, swerving all over the red. Well, because he doesn't cut his hair anymore and he does acid. uh, His dad has to know. His dad listens to the show. I would like to listen to that. I'm going to tell you something. (laughs) I'm sorry. That was amazing. No, I dialed in. Can you say I let it it breathe? Yeah. Because I thought I was – I love that you guys were doing it because – some people would say I overset it up. We were laughing at the silliness of the cursing at first, but also at the same time realizing it does it. So I almost wish I Perfectly wouldn't have interrupted described. it at all. But I know I can't do it. I, I'm not too George Carr. going to play it again. But I wish I would have let it breathe all the way through it. But I think we only interrupted it once. Right.
4: Yeah. And it wasn't it wasn't cursing to be funny it was cursing to emphasize a point and and right and you, a big difference
1: is it wrong we, we did giggle when we first heard it well
4: i don't think of... anybody will we're on a comedy show so <laughs> your you first inclination be, you don't have to be rude but i want to
1: tell you this this is what's don't be amazing rude.
4: about that <laughs> it's
1: not a comedy show this is how dare I'm... you no that's rude you know don't be an asshole fucking asshole! we're on uh (laughs) seriously come on todd you know he loves you jesus christ jay come on you know i love no we love jay too i'm just listening to the show i was doing that meditation right along with you
3: guys
1: (laughs) i forgot i have to give him a different voice than mine probably that's a good idea to do i'd be a horrible ventriloquist on the radio hey Uh say hi to everyone hi how you doing today i'm doing pretty good how are you well i'm doing pretty good hey what about that fucking idiot in the first row why don't you be nice it's the same voice, right. but, but it wouldn't be good because the ventriloquist on the radio, then you couldn't even... Oh, listen, that bit's over. Uh, here's what I want to talk about. Can I just say this? Oh, quickly? sure. So you have a, uh, I'm a good interviewer. That's why I, I fucking say you. yes, because I know what the fuck I'm doing. These other shows are I, shitting in their
4: pants. I recently uh, ha-
1: became a dad for the first time.
4: I have a little a daughter who's 10 months old, and for the first five and a half months, she did not... She would freak out, wouldn't sleep, whatever. She sleeps 12 hours now. She's a fucking gem. But the first five and a half months, she did not... And you would have to bounce her on an exercise ball. That was the only motion that calmed her and would put her to sleep. And for me, it took a while to – like you have to to tune out the crying and just hit the motion. Okay, you have to because if you focus on the crying, it's putting anxiety in you, which then they just feel that anxiety and they're a scared little creature. So – I would close my eyes, and I would go to that place right that you just took me right now. Now, here's what I want to say about it. And I would make myself – I always saw myself stepping out of a spaceship. I would look to my left, and then I would pan around, and it was black. And I would hear nothing. I would see nothing. I would force myself to just look at black. And what the piece that was missing to that entire thing was the narrative that you just gave it. That was the narrative. I, I never felt more powerful – than holding this little baby that I created in my arms and finally getting her to sleep, and that was the narrative. Like, if there would have been a narrative to mm-hmm. it, that would have been it, and I appreciated the shit out of that. Thank well, you so much.
1: And and I and you're uh, you're you said something that that uh, echoed something that I talk about a lot, but uh, but I never looked at it from this perspective. Like, you know, it's sometimes something said so much that it just becomes like, yeah, there should be a handbook for kids. People should have to take courses, but no, no that yes yes seriously we're not even close like to me the argument should be now is let's say i know i have my numbers and i think of james Atomian now every time i do it 90 percent of the people let's say we're grading how much people prep for having kids Mm -hmm. we're grading the prep for it and you people go what do you prep for i think they think you go you can't prep no what you just said that every parent should know look this is going to you're it's hard it is mind numbing yeah it is mind-numbing. We are not rational. People need to be told in this way, and I'm going to say something you might think. You might just say, everybody that ends up harming a child, I bet they're not all evil, disgusting people. They are uneducated. They don't know how to deal with it. They don't know what – I'm not rationalizing. I would say, I'm I would say that, that I will that support is, you. Is, there is, is a percentage of har- that. It is fucking hard as yeah. fuck. Yeah. Now – there's Everyone certainly knows a of that if we tell them have
4: made horrible mistakes.
1: Yes. yes. Everybody knows how to tell someone like that analytically like it's going to get tough, not like I just did it. Every person that's going to have a kid should be in a course where they spend a week where you have to hold a, t- a sound thing that's making that noise. Of course you should. So what I'm saying is on a scale from 1 to 10 getting people ready, let's say 10 is the best people aren't even at a 3 no. most
4: of the time. You've got toddlers crawling out quickly to a pool. People don't think about things like that, you know, until you start having not to chase ready a baby and shit. No.
1: Not everybody should have kids, by the no. way. You, you don't that have to. We're not talking about to truth. be a perfect deport, perfect parent. I think the defense mechanism usually is to go, well no one's perfect. Oh, believe me, we're not looking for anybody to be perfect. Just you have to be ready. I'm not yelling at you. I'm saying Get ready It's a, But that, of course that should be done So here, As ready as you can here, So here's sure. what I'm saying Is that like uh, You know Oh never mind I, not, Nothing I'm, I'm okay <laughs> I, I, I lo- you, were, I you were saying kids are gross I didn't exactly, <laughs> Right you hate kids I didn't lose my place I saw something I, To tell you the truth To George Caron I was going to make an analogy Between two things And then when I went to remake it In my head I couldn't because it didn't make sense anymore. <laughs> do you want to know what it was? Yes, Is that I wrong? Do. Let's well, see if we I can thought, help you with uh, the analogy. <laughs> I wish I could get a drink. but I guess I could, but I don't want to get it. Um, Anybody? Hello?
5: Well, uh, what do no. you want?
1: Actually, could I get a... Um... You want this? Yeah, thank you. I don't know how they're <laughs> no calories. I mean,
5: let me taste it. Is that from Sherry's Berries?
1: No. Oh, Sherry's Berries. I need to talk about that. Mmm. I'm not kidding. That's good stuff. Sparkling ice. Pink Gape. <laughs> is that is that a brand? Sparkling ice? It's, good, it's delicious. To George Carlin, you know I'm being honest. Like to George Carlin, this stuff is like if you are just used to drinking soda and you're like, Yeah, I know doing this, it'll do it. It's not and this does it. That does It's got enough of a bang and it's you, when you see zero calories, you know, to George Carlin zero calories, I want to call the company and go, I think there's a mistake on your label. They go, No. There's a. it's actually zero zero. <laughs> <laughs> Why can't they make a steak out of this stuff? Because <laughs> it's delicious. Wow, you talk about actually burn ice. calories drinking it. And there's cool flavors. Can you go grab? I bought three of them. And by the way, to George Collins they're not a sponsor, but I wish they would be because I really like this. Can you can you go get one of the other flavors? He was hoping I was just saying it, but I didn't mean it. Hence, <laughs> hence the no movement. <laughs> but he, That's the, <laughs> the repeat. <laughs> yeah, I have to go, oh, could you go over there? He's like, eh, maybe, you know, Todd, three seconds will forget about it. And then they have... Uh, the, I would like to try. The, what What flavor is this? This is uh, lemonade? Yeah, this is pink grapefruit. This is lemonade. I bought three different colors. And this is lemon lime. You want to try the lemon lime? Sure. Thank you. Let's do it later in the show. Out of nowhere, we'll, we'll do all it. Right. So anyway, can you put this back? And I'm sorry. I didn't mean to make you get up for nothing. <laughs> okay, it's all right. Just put it. Just put it. Like put it somewhere where I won't think about it. Mm. Mm. Refreshing. Wow, it is refreshing, isn't it? That's crisp. This should be. An, we should. By the way, to George Carlin, they're not a sponsor, but this is the type of thing I wouldn't mind sponsoring. Because you know what? People are going to go buy this at the store, and they're going to go. I got to admit, Todd was right. They're not going to be annoyed at me, right? Oh, that's delicious.
3: Yeah, that's
1: delicious. Sparkling. Well, you know what it is? It's like it's got, uh, f- uh, what do you call it, the, uh, the the carbonation? But double what you think it's going That's to right. be. Du- and double what you think it it's going like to be. It looks
5: like it's
4: going to have no carbonation.
1: It has vitamins yes.
4: and antioxidants. Shut well. up.
1: Right here. No, don't lie to me. Right Come here, on. Right here below the zero calorie band. Wow. Mm-hmm. By the way, everything we're saying is true. Two George 100% Carlin. true. I don't mean to over to George Carlin, but why don't you give us a call? Maybe we could work something out. I wouldn't mind... Uh, Talking about you all the time, Sparkling Ice. You know that... They... Oh, Chris. What do you mean it wasn't an okay sponsor? <laughs> See, it's something giggling. Please, the person who told us to do that... By the way, the person that sent us into meditation was Zachary. So, Zachary, thank you. Uh, the person that told us to do the Chris Hardwick theme is... Uh, is um. I don't know. We're
3: still. <laughs> <laughs> com. All
1: right, so here's what I want to talk about. Um, let's talk serious a little while. It's fun. You're, you'll be fun, too. But I'm being too George Carlin, these are. I'm overusing the word too George Carlin a little bit. But that's okay. Um, okay, I'm going to start with this and then we'll merge into this. But if. Look, I always wanted to fantasize. Maybe what would you say if you, if a little kid? You know how you correct a kids' uh, language. Mm-hmm. What do you? What are ain't? Don't say ain't. Sure. What else? There, can you know any other words that parents constantly correct you on?
4: Um, yes, uh, I have a stepson who's twelve, and we have to correct him on um, got. Mm-hmm.
1: Use got. Now, now what uh, if somebody said ain't. you're inhibiting his freedom of speech?
4: That would be ridiculous.
1: Well, I mean, he has a right to talk. You, it, technically. Here is what here's can I hot. can I tell you? Answered sure. the way I wanted you to answer, okay. and that's what it's like when people get through are school told, properly. No. And
4: then if you want to become ignorant after you are okay. out of a uni- of, of, okay. of
1: educational facility, then it's your choice. The more you talk, the more you prove my point. So I love it. So that's what I say to people. By the way, it's the same thing. It helps to repeat the same thing. You you coin a phrase. Nothing like watching somebody talk about the same issue, but figure out a cleaner way to say it and that's why it's okay to preach to the choir so what i just did i came up with that fake scenario because to me that's what it's like when you tell someone not to use a certain word and they go oh my god you're inhibiting my freedom of speech you sound like a kid and when you just did it as a kid scenario you went oh stop it because you sound like a child. We're not in the gray area even. Come on. Yes. It, you're going to look so bad when history writes itself that you didn't get it. You really will. It's not. You think 30 years from now there's going to still be people going, well, I think it was okay. No, you know what happens 30 years later. It looks crystal clear to people that are more brilliant. Why do you want to be on the wrong side? Don't you give a shit? Aren't just the facts? So... um that's how it is it's like a little kid no you won't let me say what i want no you're not inhibiting a child's speech you're trying to make it beautiful that's correct and yes so it's like when people say i I said it last week i'm so i just wish they look i know what i wish they would say they probably mean but it's still annoying when they go you can't say anything anymore and i want to go yes you can you just pay a price you just pay a price you know and but but so what they really mean to say is you can't say anything anymore and get away with it. They get they can say yeah, anything. that's right. Like we said, even if some and I'm repeating myself, even if someone goes, well, but you think opening or Anthony should lose his job, still freedom of speech. He can do a podcast. That's a big fuck. Can you imagine in 1930 if they went, you can't do that radio show. Can we do it over here and put it out? Yes. Yeah. That'd be like, you can do it right. then. Yes. Well, well what was it? you can't do it through that medium, but you can do it through that medium. They would fucking love it. And when you put it that way, it's like, yeah, it's still fucking amazing. Does it suck to get fired? Yeah. And like I've said before, the, the history will write itself. And maybe it'll make it look like OP, that XM radio overreacted. Maybe it'll look like XM radio overreacted. And fucking, in 30 years, Anthony will get to watch something on some r- uh, rendition of radio and TV over the years, and, and he'll look like a fucking stud in it. And XM will have to bow their heads and be embarrassed. Or, <laughs> right, thank you. Thank you. It's not going to fucking go that way. So it's just, it's just, and I'm not, I'm okay, everybody. As matter of fact, <laughs> whenever I'm yelling like that, I feel light and fluffy because I'm getting it all out. So, um, you're hydrated so, yeah, on you, you sparkling you go, ice. Oh, yeah. You, you know, you, you just trick someone. It's like, yeah, you can't. And emb- by, okay, so there's that. Now, here's a dilemma I'm having. I'm, a f- I had a thought the other day, and we can talk about this. It won't be me yelling that I love Family Guy, and like, we started talking about this, and the only other show that I know when I'm tuning it and flipping it was, like we said, Seinfeld. Like, I know within 30 seconds, 10, I'm going to be loving it, you know. And it's, But I always wonder if there's someone out there, and when I say more evolved than me or whatever, like, I, I like to be, that loves me, and I'm, I'm asking. And, and by the way, to George Carlin, I know I seem to be overusing that. Sometimes I use it comedically, obviously, but in this case, it's not. It's like to let you know, like, this is... Really serious for me, as silly as it is. That family guy, I'm having second thoughts on whether 25% of the jokes are not okay. And is there someone out there that listens to this show that knows it? Not just like someone going, I think this and I think that. Some brilliant person that knows how to talk like Paul F. Tompkins or Greg Proops and brilliantly explain to me and but they don't because they go, Todd's pretty forward, and he's, better. yeah, and then maybe they go, we love him, but I don't get the family guy thing. But you should feel better now, because yes, you 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 might be right. That doesn't mean that I'm not going to listen, but I'm going to take some time to ask certain questions. And I think what they do, there's no fucking doubt that there's times when a person that doesn't get it would think, see, that's a horrible joke, and I'd go, no, that's exposing. Racism in a brilliant way. There's no fucking doubt that they do that. But whatever the numbers are, is it it 70% of the time they do that and 30% they don't? And that's when they just get away with it because when they do it at its best, let's not worry what the numbers are. Whatever it is, when they do it at their best, I will... Say this ironclad. There's no fucking doubt. I don't know what percentage that they do do it sometimes. That they fucking b- b- make some stupid uh, opinion of somebody's look so stupid through brilliant comedy expose the morons for being morons. They absolutely do it. The question is, what when don't they do it? When are they just re-in- uh, reinforcing a stereotype? And I have to do a little research because I thought about something like with the child molestation, child mess molestation jokes. Um, if someone brilliant tells me no, no, Todd, here's why. I am. I believe me. I want to. Everything's in the favor for me to want to do it. But I have a feeling that if I went and spent some time helping kids that have child molestation, yeah, I get helping kids that were molested. Like there's a center, and that's you. You know what I'm basically. I, sure. It came out stupid, but uh, you spend some time working with children like that, that you'd still be able to make the jokes, but you wouldn't want to because now it's like you know, ignorance is an excuse. Of the law, well, maybe it's not an excuse of empathy either. So I, it doesn't take a court order to stop me from, but I have a feeling, my gut feeling says, what would I do after I worked at a place for a month? that now I'd watch the show and maybe go, it's not cute. It's not, I just don't know their life. I know it's bad. If someone said, is being molested bad? Yes, I get it. I don't need to fucking go to a place to understand. It's probably the most horrific thing that can happen. I don't need to go, don't work at a place for a month to get it, to verbally say it. But no, and then again, maybe I do. Because I know it's bad, but when you see it and you see the tears and you see what it does to someone, maybe then I'd watch the show and go, I can't laugh now. I can't laugh now. Usually, when you learn someone's plight, that's what happens, right? Yes. So, what is your now? You watch the show. Do you have any? Am I in the right area? Am I worrying about nothing? What's What's happening? Can you help me? (laughs) Sure, I can
4: help you, Todd. Do you want to lay down? Uh, I here's my opinion on what is happening. I would say a lot of these people probably haven't had the experience you were talking about where they've worked with someone who was molested or someone who was mentally disabled or whatever. So it's easy for them. Like it used to be for the example you gave of you prior to learning that personally. So if they haven't gone through that personal experience, they're writing from that voice and then people do change and evolve. And if God forbid one of the writer's uh, children was molested, i bet you, they wouldn't be
1: comfortable writing can I say for something? it at that point. They'd probably be vocal about it. I want to be very, very clear with this, and this is something Nick pointed out. You can make a joke about child molestation if it is a brilliant joke that's unblowing the. Maybe it's blowing the lid off of something. But that who's they to just, decide it's brilliant? What's brilliant I'll, to us may not be to. I'll tell you. I t- have an answer to that. Of course you do. Let's not play games. When it's in the gray area, I'll look the other way. It's usually obvious. Let's at least not When I say it's like. And by the way, that says something that I wrote down here um, because I thought it made me saying no matter what you do, you're always going to offend somebody. Whatever you do on stage, you're always going to make someone not laugh to have that attitude is a surefire way not to be good at anything. We all get it that no matter what you do. So that's why when people go no matter what they do. You know, we're not trying to please everyone. You're not trying at all. Now, we're not arguing here. Like, people, I'm yelling, but when people don't want to change, I want to hug them. I don't want to, I'm, I'm trying to get them to go stop it already. And so, when that's the saying they always say, hey, no matter what you do, you're going to offend somebody. Yeah, I know, but you're not, just try. Right. You're not even making any, we're not saying, like, you're acting like, why try? Because if you try, you could do a better job than you're doing. You're not even trying. So, my answer to that is no matter what you do, you're going to offend someone. Who's to decide? I'll tell you what, when it's done brilliantly, you know it. You're like, man. When there's a comedian that has a joke, he does have a joke. I don't know what it is, but he's making fun of it. It's a demented joke, but it's demented towards the right side. He's making fun of people that delegitimize date rape. And he does it brilliantly. And, when you, and here's my answer to your question. When you see him do it, you fucking know it. That just something up on stage. Man, that guy used comedy brilliantly to take people that delegitimize that type of rape and smack the fucking shit out of them. So now... When you'd see it and you don't, you're like, no, that's just because of when they do it brilliantly, maybe they get away that you want to just laugh at everything. Because I'm like everybody else. It's fun to laugh at stuff like that. And that's why I say ignorance of empathy is no excuse, because the only reason I know I could still do it is if I don't learn about it. I don't go, like I said, and did I make myself, you know what I was saying with, I know it's bad to come out of my mouth, but if I worked with those children, then I'd really know it. So what I'm saying is maybe I don't want to go. Is that what I should do? Because I know if I do it. I'm not going to want to laugh anymore. So why don't I just take that, internalize it, and stop it, maybe. Would I really... By the way, it wouldn't hurt if I went down there and did it anyway, (laughs) but I'm not. Just for this bit, please. I got (laughs) enough shit to do. Fucking go down and help people. (laughs) So anyway, uh, do you watch Family... And by the way, do you watch uh, Family Guy?
4: I've watched Family Guy for years and years, and I don't religiously watch anymore, but I certainly, if there's nothing on, I'll park it on Family Guy, yeah. I'm obsessed with it. Yeah, it's a great show. I mean, it's so well written. so well
1: Maybe this is worth saying this, because I'll tell you why. It's a small community. I don't know if anybody from there would hear this or not, but it's not crazy to think they might. I certainly give that show high regard. I really give that show high regard. Hey, my act, I've done things that I'm embarrassed I've done. Maybe there's a talk about it over there. Maybe there's someone that works over there that feels exactly how I feel and feels some people are getting a little lazy around them. And then this gets to them, which it probably won't. So that's not my – it probably won't. The reason I'm wondering if it did is how would I feel if it did, and I think I'd be okay with it. I'm, I there's, I mentioned two shows. People. All I fucking want to do is watch Family Guy. And all I'm saying is, because I love it so much, if you are getting a little lazy, just fucking make these... Just stop it. Fucking whoever's there. there you know there's one person sometimes that doesn't get his way? Because that's probably the way I would want it. Start listening to him or her. See? Men and women can both be writers on shows. I'm very forward. All right. I'm sorry. I didn't mean to yell. Sure. What? No, seriously? I just yes. like to give my opinion sometimes. I don't think it's a bad thing. I don't understand that. That seems it's a little weird. Do you ever... Okay, wait, let, me, let, me, let me just see if there's... Um, yeah, let's... I have a, I, we talked about this the last time. Can you tell me about what I did in Brea? Yeah,
4: yeah. See, yeah, I'm professional. Was, sure, I, was I know Carl what I'm doing. That was the Carlin or Todd Glass story decision up top. Yes. Uh, see, no, I don't forget because I'm that, a good interviewer. That's right. So the Todd Glass story...
1: Um, Jake, turn your emergency blinkers seriously, on. Seriously, come on. Tur- turn your emergency blinkers on. Happy birthday, to happy, ber- happy birthday <laughs>
3: to you.
1: Happy birthday to you. That's fun. Um, <laughs> so last tell you, what did I do in Brea? Oh, yeah. <laughs> See, I'm a good interviewer. Mm. Shut the fuck up. People are so mad. So well, um, mad. I heard them talking about it at the gym. Years ago, back when uh, I started doing
4: stand-up, um, I f- opened for you. Uh, Jimmy Dore featured. You headlined. It was of course like, I had. One. It was on like a Wednesday night <laughs> out at uh, the Brea Improv. And I had never met you before. Uh, you made me laugh so hard because you would go in the. Here is another thing you did too. I just remembered. You would go into the back row where it was. I clearly no one could see back there. It's pitch black. You'd be like, Drop. You would call me Brian. You'd be like, Brian, are you almost done yet? Brian, <laughs> did he, did he just start? Did he just start? You were doing it nonstop. But well,
1: you must have been laughing. Oh, I, I was done dying. It. I was dying. I wouldn't yeah, have I, done it unless somebody was like,
4: I, I, I love every second of it. And. Um, at the end of your set, you lit up a cigarette. You smoked on stage. Oh, it was so good! Yeah, you sang "Sweet Caroline" <laughs> right. and
1: you walked off stage onto like three or four tabletops and like a. And all belt the, the tables there are bolted to the floor, so when you walk on them, you you, you know you're not losing. your You balance. didn't fall. You stepped
4: no. right around everyone's food, and drinks, and everything, and you came back on stage. And I just, I'll never forget that. It was it was such a great moment.
1: Sweet Caroline.
0: Bye, bye, bye.
1: Good times never seem so good bye, bye, bye. I've been inclined to believe they never would I can't begin to know it, but then I know it's growing strong. There you go. Was it the spring? And spring became the summer. Put your blinkers on. Who'd have believed
4: you'd come along? Happy birthday, Jake! Come
1: on, Jacobs. Hey. Jake, turn your blinkers on seriously. You got it. You're swerving all over the road. You're giggling so much. We didn't know you were going to be listening to it. Even if you're driving down the interstate at four in the morning, falling asleep. Even if
5: you're going eighty miles an hour, turn your blinkers. on. Turn them on. on.
1: Turn your blinkers on and stay up. Are you falling asleep? We should make him something in case he's falling asleep. He could go to this part of the podcast. Bang on the drum. Give the bell sound. Jake, wake Uh, up. uh, uh,
2: Jake, Jake, uh, Jake, hey, get a hotel. Jake, Jake, wake up.
5: your blinkers on!
1: Wake up, Jake! Jake! Jake, wake up! Jesus Christ, Jake! Wake up, Jake!
0: Jake! Jake! Jake!
1: Jake! 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 This
3: is the... Jake! This is the Canadian state
1: Jake!
6: You put your blinkers on! Jake! Put your fingers
3: on. This is the Canadian
0: State Police. Jake! Jake's in Canada (laughs) (laughs) and he is having fun. He's learning what it is to be (laughs)
3: Canadian.
1: Jake, put your blinkers on. Go on, Jake. But, uh, All right, listen, let's they talk. work internationally. <laughs> let's let's uh did I not, did I do some Oh <sighs> Sherry's so, Berries. So so I so uh Sherry's Berries. let's put the uh, Bill Burr uh, let's play that. We're not going to play it. I always say we're not playing it live, so because you know you're not reacting to it, you know. And that's there's when you're playing it live, there's a difference. I don't want to have to fake like. But it was as everyone that's heard it, it was so funny. Oh, and then I so I know funny. I know a little bit of well, not a lot about it, but I asked I texted Bill Burr, and I have something interesting that happened. So, um, play Bill Burr's the Sherry berry's ad.
6: This might be my the favorite name of anything I've ever advertised here. Uh, Other than one white Charlie's Uh, Sherry's berries. It says insert story when you've given or received uh, the gifts. Well, I've been out of town. I haven't gotten Sherry's berries yet. All right. Sherry's berries. Since the end of the, the year is all about delicious holiday food. Why not send an extra special holiday treat to friends, family, business associates, associates everyone you know i've never met a person who didn't love sherry's berries send giant dip strawberries from sherry's berries for only $19.99 that's over a 40 percent savings go to berries.com click on the microphone and type in burr b-u-r-r for my listeners double the berries for just ten dollars more berries are terrific and a sweet holiday gift they also have delicious products such as Christmas cake pops, cheesecakes, and dipped pretzels. Here's the only way to get this special 1999 Sherry's Berries offer. <laughs> Call 866 Fruit. <laughs> I'm sorry. <laughs> what the fuck am I selling? <laughs> Did I approve this? This is fucking ridiculous. Who the fuck is going to buy this shit? This is the funniest shit I've ever seen in my fucking life. Christmas cake pops, cheesecakes, and dipped pretzels. Call 866-FRUIT, everybody. (laughs) I'm sorry, 866-FRUIT-0-2. Or even better, visit berries.com. Oh, punch drunk. Oh, please spell out the words. Oh, by all means. Berries. B-E-R-R-I-E-S. Berries. Click on the microphone in the top right corner and type in burr. <laughs> you got to see these enormous berries for yourself. <laughs> Go, I swear to God, this is the copy. Go to berries.com. Click on the microphone and type in burr. Type in burr. Dip your balls and dip your berries in that. Don't wait now. Order. Order some chocolate berries for the fucking person in your life. Oh, shit, I needed that. That was wonderful. I'm sure I'll get some complaints on that one. We need a conference call. Can't do it. I'm in Helsinki. Hey, you cunts better buy some Sherry's berries because I'm going to get in trouble with that fucking reading. I'm not changing it because that was hilarious. Um, uh, Wiping tears away here. Um... <laughs> And I, my apologies to berries.com. I, I, didn't, I didn't look at the copy before I read that. This. I'm too fucking immature to read shit like that. I'm sure you have wonderful chocolate-covered berries. All right?
1: <laughs> so, I mean, I was listening to it. Somebody played it for me. So, you know, they go, you got to hear this. So, and he, you know what? The reason I think it was – I was hoping that the company was okay with it because I texted him and wanted to know. Because it's not like – look, there's a fine line when you're talking about food that if somebody said it's not good or anything, it's just absurd. It's a silly-sounding ad. And, yes, I could see the company being like, yeah, we loved it. Yeah, we get it. Like, you know, people aren't going to pass around anything that's cute. It's got to have some guts to it. And it did because – they're your sponsor, and you could never do that on television. That was no, like, ever. Oh my god! And then to hear burr, also to hear, hear hear Bill giggling like that, genuinely laugh. Oh, it's so. Made it's me fucking great. So hard. So he said in a short. Did p- I approve this shit? He said. Yeah. He, in, a short, <laughs> in a short. In a short. In a short text, he said they they were okay with it. Sure, and and I'm uh, sure they got the sh- sold the shit out of those berries. So guess what? Yesterday on my front doorstep comes a box, and it says Sherry's Berries. I've never been more excited my entire life. <laughs> so uh, I open it up, and there's first of all, I didn't, I forgot that they have more than just berries. They have these cake pops, and yeah. let me tell you something. Wow! So I open. It comes with an ice pack in it. Sherry's berries, and then it, goes, it sounds like I'm doing an infomercial, but I'm not. It's know, a yeah. True story. You can use it on your knee, and then I, I <laughs> wait. What can you use on your knee? The ice pack. You can use. <laughs> okay, play. The,
2: you, in case you're injured. You in talk ca- too much. Even <laughs> even <laughs> this isn't for you. You talk too much. You even worry my pet.
1: You just you worry talk. my pet. So this is the thing we've been just- This is a bit we've been doing on the show. It's stuff that Nick asked me like every if I get up at nine in the morning, he's out in the hallway. Hey Todd, the other day. (laughs) Hey Todd. It would be cheap if we put the Sherry's Berries ice pack in the freezer? <laughs> would that be something a poor person would do? I go, no. I mean, if you, if you hurt your shoulder, you can use it. Right there. He goes, oh, my God. It's like Sherry's Berries gives you a free ice pack.
5: Exactly. What more could they do?
1: What else could they do for you? They're healing. So listen. So I open it up, and I thought they were going to be strawberries. You know, they're cake pops. And let me tell you something. I'm too George Carlin. I know I'm using that word a lot on this show, but it's okay. There's a lot of little weird things that you want to let you know. No, I'm not being ha- – they're not – you know where I'm going with this, obviously. No, they're not great. They're not really great. It's past that. It's like it's like biting in the fudge. So you have the crisp shell. By the way, you can have the same um, – You can have two chocolates, but the way one is is different than the other. It's just the biting into the hard outside shell that's, and then it melts in your mouth in pieces, and then the gooey center, which is cake, but it was more like fudge. I had six of them. (laughs) Can I tell you something?
2: A half dozen. I think what you do
1: if you have a lot of money. By the way, if you don't have a lot of money, you just get a box of them. They're great. But if you have like a lot, a lot of money, get twenty. I'm not kidding around. I can't get twenty boxes. You don't. I don't need twenty boxes. I get. I'll get one. If it's like, get 20 boxes at your next party, all people are going to do all night long. Have like 50 of them. Anyway, that's my idea. Sherry's Berries. You're going to like the way you taste. (laughs) 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 Well, no, I mean, I'm not going to go on and on about them. But, you know, Sherry's... (laughs) <series, shurries, berries. sweet57> sherry, sherry's berries. Sherry's berry, sherry's berry, sherry, sherry berries. Sherry's berry, sherry's berry, sherry, sherry berries. Sherry, 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 sherry,
4: sherry, sherry Sherry, 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 sherry,
1: sherry Turn your blinkers on. Seriously, turn your blinkers turn on. Turn those
5: goddamn blinkers on, Jake. Do you
1: hear me? Robbie Kirkoff. Has Jake. to go run Comedy Juice. So I we're going to go gonna take a break. Because you're leave. not
0: here, Jake. I'm running Comedy we're Juice. We're going to give you
1: last word to Jake as he's driving in his car. Well, he drives in his car. He does heroin, and he doesn't cut his hair anymore. And his hair flaps all over the place. Heroin.
3: Oh. <laughs> there's
1: there's a hair coming out every... J, the, the rumor out on the street is that Jake is driving across the country, and his hair has gotten big, like 100 feet long.
5: He got a ticket for it.
1: He got a ticket for his hair. We're going to play it when you leave.
5: Jake's in
0: Canada. We'll be back. He is having fun He's learning what it is to be Canadian.
1: And we're back with the Todd Glass Show with a tribute to Jay Larson. Another. Neither did Jay. Oh, yeah. we did a great job. None of us knew it. That's the stuff I used to edit out, but then I realized, no, we just got, we got, we did, we thought, oh, well, oh, by the way, Jay did that song on the, um. The goddamn comedy the jam. God, the goddamn March. comedy jam. God.
4: Jesus. God, what did you sing? God, goddamn Comedy Jam.
1: Goddamn Comedy Jam, which is just a great idea for a show. I love that they brought it up. To, it makes me nervous, but Bull I love bar it. drums on it. Um, what song you, did you sing? I did, well, I, look, I did, you know, get up off of that thing, and I'll tell you why. Get up off of that thing. But I was hoping, yeah, it's till you feel better. But I got nervous, so I, I brought the smoke machine, I brought a bubble machine, and I hired two people to dance from the audience. There I go you, go, you guys, who are the guys that could dance before the show? And they came up, and I had to smoke, and I tried to do a lot of stuff. And I, I didn't do – I didn't let my guard down as much as I wanted because I knew when no one's around I'm at my house and if we're smoking and I have that song on, get up off of that thing, all you have to do is just let yourself be – and I know, silly, you would think, really? Yeah, with that, I got a little bit, let yourself go, don't worry. It's like silly dancing in front of people when you're not 100% comfortable. But it was my, all my own fault because the audience could not be any more loving they're, yes, they the, are a very lovely. All my own audience. fault, and, yeah. I, and I'm glad I'm aware of that because Josh was, said he did great. Maybe you're maybe you're being a little too critical. No, I don't of think I did horrible. I'm okay, not playing woe as me, but not as good as I. I just wanted to be like going through the crowd with a cordless mic and like, you know, and <laughs> yeah, like just sure. getting up you on tables. Be a rock star. Well, want to do what you did in Brea? Yeah, I, yeah, sure. Yeah. And and I didn't because I didn't let myself go. But I've gotten over it. No, seriously, I don't give a shit anymore. You know what I mean? I'm tired of uh, tired of arguing. I don't give a shit. <laughs> oh, I, I give a shit a little. <laughs>
3: That's I don't the get, best use of it, I'll, I'll
1: tell you one thing. I'll tell you this truth, and if you notice Les jingles, I'm not fucking scared of Chris Hardwick at all. A little bit, maybe. I mean, I have respect. I have respect. I'm not going to fucking shit because he comes in the room. But I'm going to stand up, open the door for him, but I'm not going to, oh, would you like a cup of coffee, Mr. Hardwick? Oh, come on. What's the
4: matter? I thought we had a sense of humor on the show.
1: I thought we had fun. This oh, the a,
4: most well-produced man. Nick, Nick ever. is on fire.
1: Nick is better than
4: television shows.
1: Thank you. Hello, operator. <sighs> wow. um, I know what people want. Seriously, and I'm not joking around. Now you think, who wanted that? Yeah, they, the people did. They were, maybe there's a guy falling asleep at his, uh, at his uh, packing plant. I don't know who listens to the show. All right, listen. I gotta, we're going go to the...
4: go back into the seriousness. I like it.
1: I'm enjoying the fuck out of this Me show. Too. Um, so I'm going to go revisit... All I'm saying, I want to stop going issue by issue with this stuff. And what I mean is I, I really want to put a call out to all the people that have stopped using verbiage, whether it's people or pe- comedians or po- people with a podcast that have stopped using verbiage. And you know who you are. or It might not be a lot of my listeners, I hope, but that stopped using verbiage. And, you know, in your soul, there's two reasons you stop using the verbiage in your act or your podcast or your everyday social life. Or you go to maybe use it in private areas. Like I'm not talking about what you do when no one's around.
6: <laughs> I don't mean twisted, <laughs> yeah,
1: sick, right. getting it. You earn the right if you have gone... Like, when I talked to Rye Silverman, and we had an intelligent conversation for 30 minutes, that, that it's ironclad what my fucking view is. You earn the right to make a twisted parody. We get that. Of course that's fucking funny. That's earning the right of satirization. How do you earn it? People absolutely know the way you really feel. Uh, you right. So... Um, we're talking about the uh, the word uh, dropping words out of your lect- out of your vocabulary. If you've dropped it out of your act or your podcast or just your person, and you just dropped it out of your at work, I understand at work that I get it. But if a comedian that claims that he oh freedom of free, freedom of freedom of speech, and if you've dropped it out because you got tired of being yelled at, then fucking put it back. I, I know what I'm saying, and I promise I will shut up and I will fucking listen, but I'll go like another minute here. Put it back. You owe it to the people. And by the way, that's not freedom of speech at all. And you know who you are. if you, And there's other people that dropped it out. I'm making that clear, too, that went, no, no, I dropped it because I realized it was wrong. Like, you know what I mean? That's the way you should drop it out of your act. You go, no, 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 It's a different time. And I know about these people. I understand that group's fight. No, I, believe me, I didn't drop it because of a court order. I, just, I don't want it back in my act. I don't want it back in my act. And then there's other people that, if they were all by themselves, and they, if they're hearing it, if it's one of those people, they're going, oh, I got to admit, there's some shit I dropped out because I knew I couldn't do it anymore. I got if I'm going to work that club, or if I'm going to go to this this hip place or this cool place, I, I can either get yeah, I, I, I took it out of the act, put it fucking back, or don't act like you're a hero, because um, it just it seems like, you know. The reason I doubt that some people took it out of their act or their I, – I, all three, and I, here's where I make full circle, and I'm glad I remembered this because this is the part that I hopefully put some shit together. The reason I'm smelling that certain people are just taking it out because they're tired of being yelled at because if they took it out because for, 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 they got it, like, oh, no, 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 they wouldn't – it wouldn't be a fight every issue. They would have gained empathy. We have to nip this in the butt. We're nipping it every single time there's a crossroads. There's a reason every time there's a crossroad, you're on the wrong side. So I'm guessing you haven't evolved truthfully because you think then you would have put it together that you'd be tired of being wrong every time. If From your heart, you changed. And then along with that, if your heart made you realize that you were wrong every time. No, I took, always took it out because my heart told me to. Your honesty and your heart would also say, you know, every time there's an issue, why do I fight it? Oh they're going to let women be in the locker room and you go right to figuring out how it's going to be a problem instead of fucking figuring out how it's not going to be a problem and Great you cut and, you, and the whole time you hold on to that you're not being sexist you're, you're so pissed for unnecessarily being called sexist you're so fucking tired of it you have a, what you're thinking is I'm smart, but I have a legitimate reason why it won't work. Stop it. Ask someone, hey, that might be what something you deem to be a problem. Ask somebody, and they'll fucking tell you. They'll tell you. Or should we go get women out of the police force, too? Because that was a problem, too, I'm sure. Well, the locker rooms the aren't military. set up. And the military. So it's like, so that's why. So I'm, so I'm saying a lot of the people, that's why I'm smelling. Because someone could go, maybe I'm asking myself a question to help make my point clear. Wait, why, Todd? Why do you smell it? Not everyone does it because it's from their heart. Again, because you—you you would think if you—if you, because if you, eventually I know the people. I know that drop it out eventually. If it's from your heart, then you should look at it and go, yeah. Why? Why? Why is it now? Next, it's going to be Caitlyn Jenner. Let me tell you something. People that are fat are the next group that are going to take a fucking blow like they've never taken before because those people are tired. Of not being able to make fun of something, and they'll go to whatever they can, and if publicly, like we accept that Chinese people are bad drivers and they have buck teeth, thir- thirty years ago, we'll let fat people take a fucking few punches for a while. That group, don't do it to them either, because what you're saying is, you know, you walk up on stage. I'm sick of fat people. Come on, how about I'm sick of fags? Or I'm? No, I'll use it. I'm sick of gay people. I, I'll use the right. I'm sick of black people. Can you That sounds stupid to, to take a whole group of people with no empathy and go, no, you, they brought that on themselves. And that's what you're saying. You're going, my group got persecuted unfairly. I picture someone here in the show, even if it doesn't have this person, it's worth thinking this through like this because it makes it clear for me going, Todd doesn't fucking get it. Wish I could be there and explain to no, my group got persecuted unfairly. I'm making fun of people that are fairly getting persecuted. There's a big fucking difference. They brought that on themselves. That's what they'd say. Well that's what they would say, let's go to interracial marriage. Not let like, oh notice I didn't go back to slavery because some people get pissed. No, just interracial marriage. You brought that on yourself. You brought that on yourself. So is that is do you, you understand what I'm saying? My stepson is mixed. I do. His yeah, dad's you brought black you some ignorant white. person it. that yes. wasn't into interracial marriage. You go, well you brought that on yourself. Just like you so you could say that's just as bad some if a heavy person brought that on themselves. And what is the difference? Well, someone dumb person could go, no, you don't have to marry black people. Marry black people, you didn't. You brought that on yourself. You just you could find someone you love that's white. You could do. You're just doing that too. Yeah, that's what it sounds like. To having no, I know one is not. I get it. I get the danger here. Why I'm going to have podcast hangover is because again I'm afraid the person that doesn't see where the analogy works, they'll go to where it doesn't work. I get there's a level there in my smoking fresh air where it doesn't all the way go through. But it does make sense. The part that I said is you're making fun of another group because you think you're fairly doing it, and you're not. You're not. Stop it. And I think they're going to take a blow. So with the retarded thing, again, it's the same thing. I'm going to play a clip, and I'm going to have podcast hangover this. I'm going to have podcast hangover. It's Chris Titus. Ah!
2: Now, before we go any further, I want to talk about the word retard, because a lot of people get pissed, especially here in California. Oh, my God, you can't say retard. Oh, can't say retard. In my life, whenever I've used the word pause retard, it. never once have I thought of someone word here's the, ambassador. Here's,
1: pause it. Here's why I'll leave it. Uh, uh, before I criticize or disagree with something that he's saying, not saying he shouldn't say it. Well, I, don't have, I don't have to have that fake argument. Um, and you said, before I play it, you said you used to use the word, or how was your? What was your sort of experience? I you? had. Uh, well, here's the thing. I had.
4: I have. A, I haven't used it in forever because I put it on a CD and I don't do it anymore. But I had a bit about um, the strength of saying. I said, "retarded kids," and I talked retarded about strength. Yes, talking about strength and just how they don't know limits um, because they don't know limits. You know, to them, it's no big deal. And I used "retarded," and I said, you know, I'm not talking about. Uh, retarded, I'm talking about someone who has, I said, a dash of downs. That was my joke. Mm-hmm. And I only ever had one complaint, ever. Um, and that didn't bother me. It wasn't the one complaint. You know, I'd put it on a CD, and then, you know, things started happening. I started seeing, you know, evolving. I started, you know, seeing nieces and nephews and started to have, you know, worries and be like, wow, you, you know, even as a kid, we would be disciplined for saying it. But, um, yeah, so I stopped using the word, but I don't he, I don't know if this makes me a bad person or not. I don't think I'm better than anyone, certainly. I stopped using it, um, but I don't correct people when they use it. I don't know if that makes me a bad person can I tell or not, you, but I don't. That's a great question. I just question. Them be them. Can I, can I you tell you? That's a I great.
1: go, hey, I used to, I get it, you know, sort of like a smoker. You that's know, a I great question. Judge. That's a great question, and I think there's an in-between. I don't think there's a black and white because I ask myself, I don't, believe it or not, I don't always say something. Uh in situations where I can, I will say something, and, and, and um, Nick was in a situation where somebody said, chick, and I decided to say something, and you know what? They put up a little bit of a fight, and you know what I realized? We we'll probably won't be as close of friends as I thought we were. I really believe that. I really, okay, but I didn't, lect- I thought, pretty close, very good person, and I decided that I was going to say anything. wasn't a big deal, but... Uh, why well, you just want to drop things out of your act or your? Or, I always say act. You're, you want to always. You just want to drop it when it's a big deal because you're right. It's not a big deal. Matter of fact, if you were only going to take words out of your vocabulary that were big deals, um, I know what you meant. You, it's just a term. You have it. It doesn't represent who you are. Your respect for women. So keep it in. So, but 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 I also but I'm saying that. But take it out. Right. Like I'm saying, yes, you can keep it in. But like, chick, it's I'm going to judge you a little bit on like that's. But anyway, they're they're retarded. So going back to the word, even with
4: our business, you know, it's on a CD. So even though I don't say it anymore, it exists with me saying it. So my question to you was, um, you know, a lot of people think, well, I don't use the word, so I'm a better person. But. You know, am I supposed to police that word also and no, every time I, th- I
1: hear it, does, th- does that net negate and by the me way, not I saying don't, it because I allow oh, That's to these. That's why these discussions are good because it doesn't – and I might have misunderstood you, but it does, I don't think it means the person thinks they're a better person any more than when your parents teach you good manners. They don't think they're better. Fair enough. They sure. just want you to know what they know. Right. And you think, how do they know they're right? You could play the same game, and I don't believe I'm playing with words to go, well, who's to say ain't is wrong? Right, but I'm, I'm, what I am saying, though, is I feel like
4: people who don't use it and correct other people, to them, I feel like they may think they're better okay, than ev- you. you know, ev- like, okay, wow, let you're like, wow, you're me, you're ignorant, ev- you're, Everything versus comes...
1: let me educate you fairly. I, I, I'm gonna, I got a great counteracting, t- and I think you might agree. We're not talking about 5%, 10% of the time. We're t- I think overwhelmingly, I think it is the person that got corrected That feels yelled at. It goes back to a little child. Let me tell you something. Some people are dealing with things like little kids. You doesn't matter if you tell logic a little kid. It's hard to change at that age. You have to put your arms, put your head around a five-year-old kid. Hearing any correction or anything that's right when he wants candy, he's told he can't have candy. It fucking hurts your head. And you're doing the same thing as, not you meaning, you meaning anybody. Me too. I don't take myself out of this. You're doing the same thing as an adult. And if you saw it, if you saw the rendition of what you look like, because like I just said, who's to say whether ain't is wrong when you're parent, or say, please, who's to say, all oh, right, stop it. As a, as a civil society, we deem that certain things and there's a language. And, and so, so we're not it's not on the fence. Some of these words we're telling people to take out of their lexicon. It's like it's so clean. And oh, it's so yes, right. It's so history sure. is not going to sure. be like we said. And I think even anyone that disagrees with me can also go. Yeah, he's right. History, probably like every other. I've said it a million times. But hold on. I'm going to go full circle here. So with the word retarded, whether you should say anything or whether you shouldn't, I believe me, we, I deal with that all the time. I would say 75% of the time I don't. But when you said the person feels like they're getting yelled at, I'm telling you they feel like it. Not overwhelmingly, if you send me in a video from a supermarket in a corner where someone's going, hey, don't you say retarded, idiot, you're not going to prove me wrong. I'm talking overwhelmingly that the people that have the patience and the decency uh, let's start with a white male. Why? Because over to statistically, not that they can't have their own individual, individual pain and heartache. Sure. I get it. White men have individual heartache. But when they defend, white straight men defend somebody, man, what other reason is for it than it's right? doesn't make their life any better. It's so, it, how could it be wrong unless that person's a mental patient and wants to put bad into society? It won't benefit them. Every time you give someone else their rights, indirectly, your life gets a little harder because we agree we're all equal, and you don't do this, and you're not there, and I'm not hierarchy. So it's only because it's right. So when a white straight guy defends a transgender person in 2015, it looks a little silly to think overwhelmingly he's going to defend, hey, they like to be called this now, right? And have someone go and then hear someone do it and go, hey, asshole, be kind. Do you understand the irony, how silly that sounds? Usually the person that's kind enough to do that will correct someone kindly. I really believe overwhelmingly. So I think it's like a little kid. Daddy yelled at me. But you know daddy didn't yell. He felt yelled at. Overwhelmingly. and, And here's one more thing. To prove how kind. When people say, "Hey, you got to give us time to learn," no one's yelling at people because they don't take time to because they're they're uh, taking a little time to learn about new things. We're talking about people that put up a fucking fight, and what they're saying is, "Can't we make cheap little stupid jokes? To give us time to keep doing this these jokes." But someone asked me once when they slip, because I used to slip and say "retarded." I used to say it. They go I always feel embarrassed if I say it and then I correct myself I go don't cuz you know what everybody thinks when you, if you're hypothetically you hear someone in another room going oh and it was so retarded I'm sorry I mean stu- I mean clumsy or something they think there's a brilliant person that I just overheard trying to change no one thinks oh, they, oh that's all they think that you give a shit and it might take another year for you to get it out of your vocabulary that's all they hear nobody thinks anything else but there's a kind person going through that transformation if anything, it's, you give someone like that more credit than someone that doesn't say it because you're like – it warms your heart to think that you just overheard someone that's growing. Sure. Right? Yeah, absolutely. I just uh, – oddly
4: enough, so my step <clears> – <throat> excuse me, my stepson, like I said, is, is mixed. And I dated a mixed girl years ago, and I remember the term mulatto came up, and she's like, you can't, that's an offensive term. You can't use that because people would throw it around, and she's like, the t- proper term is mixed. So I I knew from, but I didn't know that prior to that, you know, so I knew the PC term for black, white was mixed. So I was just at the Sacramento Punchline, and um, this black guy walks up to me after the show, and he's like, I can't believe your son's mulatto. And I was like, you can't say that anymore. And I'm a white guy telling a black guy, and he's like, what is the term? And I said, it's mixed. He's like, oh, mixed. I'm
1: like, got to go with mixed now. He's like, all right, thanks, man. Can I say something about that right away? And funny. Could somebody go, I don't even understand that one. Yes, there are the ones. Some we go, it's okay. So what? What do you, you err on the side of like, don't make you, don't be the person that's, because with that one, I might even, to me, I'm going to be honest. I'm going to go, well, oh, one doesn't sound any worse than the other, but it doesn't matter. It's not about me. It's about that there because 95% of the time, I really believe this. It makes total fucking sense. So for the 5%, one like that, relax. There's a reason, you know, so and when it comes to those words, like, you know, I'm a big Jimmy Kimmel fan. I really am. Yeah, I love and Jimmy. And he did a bit on a show, though, that I miss, I wish, like I, like, I know him, but I don't know him great. Like, I know him from the days when he dated Sarah Silverman, but, you know, but I don't, like, we don't hang out. You know you know how it is. Like, a lot of comedians, like, we, you know. Uh, so he did a bit on the show about there's a book out of Harvard of words you shouldn't, you know, words you can't say anymore, new meanings. And... uh you know, it's like you don't. we don't call people rich anymore. We call them this. Now, I guarantee it's in the book. It's probably – but and then he went – the joke was harmless. It's not – only I probably picked up on this, but he went, well, I guess we've gone too far. We can finally say we've gone too far. You know what I mean? The PC stuff is basically what that is saying. You can't say this. You shouldn't say that. But none of the words that they made fun of in the book – were the words we're fighting not to say? No one's saying don't say rich people. Right. They so he went. They went to the ridiculous words to make it look like the cause is stupid. Like you don't call people that are millionaires this. That was one of them. Instead of the uh, don't call clumsy retarded, don't call uh, you don't like it gay. Like you didn't list those. Those are the ones where don't, don't say nigger rig, don't say nigger rich. Don't say yeah. Jew me down. They're the ones that we've been fighting for. Sure. The three that you mentioned are in a book somewhere, but thank God it doesn't prove something to the people that are stopping it. Thank God none of those silly ones are, have ever made it into the real world. The ones you hear about and see PSA for are the ones that are the bad ones. Yeah, who's yes. fighting rich? Well, you know what, I mean. that, I was, know, I, that yes. was really one of them, and I'll there were a few was. others. Hey, I'm sure there is, and I don't, but anyway. anyway don't, let's so, not offend the rich. So let's play, here's, here. If this doesn't take it ironclad for everybody. I don't know what will. I don't know what will, or I wouldn't have put the energy into it. So play, pl- oh, that's what I wanted to say about Chris Titus. When Chris Titus had a show on the air, which, by the way, I still think he could do it again. Chris Titus, it's been a long time, had a show on the air. He has a dysfunctional family. On Crazy stuff. Yeah. But there's still a family. Like, And I thought, and I didn't know exactly this, but I think that the goal was with Chris was to show that with all the dysfunction, it could still be a a, a sitcom on television. And I think now, you know, more about the network and how hard it is to fight what your vision is. I think his vision was fucking brilliant. And he probably had to fight um, Fox that was trying to do something he didn't want to do with it. Because I still think his original vision is still a great show. It 's like not married with children, a parody of a bad f- a family with all the dysfunction they're still there, but it's real life. That's right. my own version of it. Chris might hear this and go, no." So when he was at the height of the, sh- the the show was like the second year was doing very well at that point, he brought me in to Fox to try to have a talk show. He like was going to put his name on it and try to have me do a talk show that would have been exactly a podcast, only it was. You know, 15 years ago, like, yeah, it would be crazy and I'll have everybody in it. And he'll be like, he will do it because I did the jingles and all that stuff back then. Sorry, Joe. And uh, so 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 there I give him that due respect. But what he said is too much exactly what a lot of other people think, that I can't not play that. But I but I think I served him properly. I would love nothing more than he hears this and goes, Todd, you snapped me out of what I thought. And he also thinks something else about giving the trophies away, which is something we'll talk about later. Like giving kids trophies for trying hard is ridiculous. That We'll get to that later. Two things that I just happen to feel the exact opposite. I see this clip.
2: Now, before we go any further, I want to talk about the word retard. Because a lot of people get pissed, especially here in California. Oh, my God, you can't say retard. Oh, you can't say retard. In my life, whenever I've used the word retard, never Was once it? have I thought of someone with MS or
1: that's going to look like, uh, well, you know, you live in Los Angeles. You can't say colored anymore. Oh, my God, don't say colored. They're not colored anymore. They're not colored. Okay, you can't say colored anymore. I said it the other day. I don't know. I don't know what they're called. I get fucking, I'm so confused lately. It's black. It's this. It's that. The other day, I said, I have a, a colored woman that comes in once a week. Holy fuck, my neighbor. Oh, can't say colored anymore. Can't say colored. Can't say colored. If you don't think it sounds like that, oh, my God, I want to hug you. It's a perfect yeah. fucking example. And if you said to me, I don't give a fuck how I look in 30 years, then I, my calm dissipates. I go, oh, that was all I was hoping for is that you did. Because if you don't, I'll never prove my point. You have to not want to look foolish in 30 years for anything I say to get into your ears. And that came out fucking perfectly. You, but if, if I don't have that, I'm fucked. I'm hoping that people go, no, I'd like to be on the right side of history. CP,
2: or Downs, or Autism, or it's got legs going out the back of their shoulders because one of their chromosomes forgot to tell a DNA strand it was going on vacation.
1: He said he doesn't call them that.
2: That is just disabled. And as a matter of fact, if I ever saw someone calling someone like that retarded, they would have to deal with me physically. That's right.
1: If he ever saw someone not using it as an adjective, but yelling it at an actual disabled person, they'd have to deal with him
2: because he loves them. Every man in this room has a buddy who, after his fifth beer, will hang out a car window. (laughs) Hey, cops! (laughs) You want to fight, you bunch of queers? (laughs) That guy's a retard.
1: So what he's saying is, by the way, some people felt this way about saying I used, I think it's better to use the word when you're uh, when you're un- when you're uh, displaying it for how hateful it is. I don't like to say N word when I need because the word is vile and it's disgusting, and I, I think it's better to say it because it, it, you need it. You, as a good lawyer, I need to p- put that word out there to show it for how gross it is. I need to say it every time. And saying the N word, it's it's not as it's not as gross. It cleans it up, which it's meant to clean it up, and it does. And I don't think you should when you're trying to talk about how gross it is. So. What the same people said that about nigger rig? I would never. They were pissed. They felt just like you. They're like, I would never fucking go up to a black person and go, hey nigger. That's not what I fucking do. I do it when something you know, like when someone go what like, you know, like I just say like someone if someone you know won the lottery and they spent all their money, it's fucking nigger rich. I wouldn't call blacks. It doesn't mean that. But now, now you're sitting here listening to go. Oh, it does. It does mean that, and that's what it sounds like. So he, he's saying is, I would never go. Matter of fact, he says, and I am yes. I, there's a level of, I don't think I'm reversing the kind of things I said about him. I have a level of sarcasm that is a me that is that is a little blow to blow to him. But I think he needs it. If my goal is to wake him up, he loves retarded people or people and so much that if you. There's got to be some love in what he said, because I think he meant it. And I do think he meant it. I don't think this part's the part I'm mocking him for. I think he does mean oh, yeah, it. I if he ever he saw someone go up, sure. he because there's a love there, he would fucking, you got to deal with him. Come get fucking by me. But not so much that a retarded girl or mentally disabled doing a PSA to please stop it would stop him from still using it as an adjective. It's like, no, I love you, and if you ever... Well, the people that you're saying you would defend if you ever saw someone walk up to someone and said a disparaging word to them, they're asking you to stop it overwhelmingly. And because you can find a parent of one or somebody else that doesn't, that doesn't mean shit. Sometimes, look, I was... I'm, I wasn't... I am gay. Oh, God, I'm a freaking out. I said it. Um, <laughs> but uh, I said it was all right to do a joke about, oh, what if a gay cop pulled you over and I skipped up to the car? How could I be wrong if I was gay? Yes, I was. I didn't see the path to how that simple, seemingly not so uh, harmful, reinforcing a stereotype hurt a lot of people. So I was wrong. So just because you can find 25% of people that go, I have a retarded child and I understand it took on a new meaning. That doesn't mean anything. The groups that are begging you, the people. So Chris, how can you get around that? I hope he hears this. It took on a new meaning to you. That's a fucking fact. If someone said, no, it didn't, it did. It took on a new meaning to Chris. Of course it did. It took on a new meaning of stupid and clumsy. To you it did, but not to somebody else. And that would be like, and I'm going to go a little long here, and I appreciate you letting me. That would be like, and I've said this before, but I have a clarity a way to say it. If you found out at work, and don't be so quick to answer this. Either way, there's a Sadness. So if you wiggle one way, there's a different sadness than the other way. No way does this picture that I'm painting have a good out. The questions are either sad or sad for different reasons. If you found out at work that, in, that the word they were calling it, he Bryans it, and you got out, and then someone came to you and said, and you knew you had to tell the truth. You know in those situations where you, can, you if you could tell a white lie, but you're cornered. They heard an answering machine message. They heard... What does Brian it mean? And don't lie to me. Your only savior is that you talk to me like I'm a full-grown adult and I can handle it even if it's hurtful. What does it mean? I think I know. Whew. It It means that you're never going to do anything you had achieved the dream and you're going to end up with a job you don't like the rest of your life and be unhappy and none of your the, all the things you wanted to do creatively are are never going to happen. And it uh, it just took on the name Brian, don't be a Brian, because I know, because I'm 48. I get it. And then a day later, he gets together, he goes, I still love you. You didn't, it's all intent. Could you just try to get people to stop doing it? And he said, I'll try. And then you heard this, because you were eavesdropping in on a board. He doesn't understand, it took on a new meaning. Can you imagine looking someone in their eye and they ask you to stop and you go, no, right to their face. And I should make the scenario that way. No, it took on a new meaning. It's not about you. It took on a new meaning. And the person's got a tear coming out of that. I know you didn't mean it any harm, but now you know I'd rather not, not be my name be. Can't you just say like what it actually is instead of assigning it to me? And you went, dude, it took on a new meaning. Fucking relax. Jesus fucking Christ. Now, for someone that said if that happened, they found out that that, that was synonymous, if you wiggled the other way, I wish I could give you a hug right now. And I fucking to George Carr, and I mean that. If you went, it wouldn't bother me. It wouldn't bo- Oh, no. Then there's got to be some good feelings not getting in there either because that would be a reasonable to, put, to make you a little sad, to think that you were synonymous for being basically a loser. If it didn't bother you, you got to be not in touch with your emotions. Either way, that's sad. So how do you not stop using that word when even though it took on a new meaning to you, and look someone in the eye and tell them that. Because if you're going to keep using those words, you should look someone in the eye. You should meet the girl or the boy that does the PSA for stop saying that word. Some, there's different levels of awareness with certain disabilities. And the awareness when they do those PSAs, you should, look, you should sit them down and you should explain to them how they don't understand how it took on a new meaning. And here's in closing. Wouldn't that be enough for you, especially when we're talking about mentally challenged people? that they don't understand it took on a new meaning. So maybe just stop anyway. <laughs> You're really going to... They don't, they don't get it. Oh, I, I think we all know what I'm saying. Then stop. Wow. And I'll tell you something else, and I'm not kidding around. And I'm being very serious. Blah, 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 well, you know what? Blah, 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 wow. Blah, blah, blah. You know... <laughs> No, I'm serious. Do whatever you want. I don't give a shit. That's rude. I don't care what Chris Hardwick says. You know what I feel like we should do? What time is it? This is a fun show. Okay. Did you want to add anything? (laughs) Well, you told your part. I'm the nervous guy that thinks I didn't. It wasn't a conversation, so I'm going back out of my own insecurities. Remember, you talked about how you said it, but then you evolved. That was your – you were. then you – hey, take what he said and put it in here again so it looks like he talked about it again and he got more, like, time in about it. We should really do that. You should put, just <laughs> yeah, just re- put it in here. Straight re- repeat. Like, yo, I'll act like – but we're not going to really edit it out to make it look this way, but we really will drop it in. No, seriously. Now, Ryan, what were you saying before? Repeat it again, just like you said it the first time. I haven't used
4: it in forever because I put it on a CD and I don't do it anymore. But I had a bit about um, the strength of saying I said "retarded kids" and I talked about strength. Yes, talking about strength and just how they don't know limits um, because they don't know limits. You know, to them it's no big deal. And I used "retarded" and I said, you know, I'm not talking about uh, "retarded." I'm talking about someone who has. I said a dash of downs. That was my joke. Mm-hmm. And I only ever had one complaint ever. Um, and that didn't bother me. It wasn't the one complaint. You know, I put it on a CD and then, you know, things started happening. I started, see, you know, evolving. I started, you know, seeing nieces and nephews and started to have, you know, worries and be like, wow, you, you know, even as a kid, we would be disciplined for saying it. But, um, yeah, so I stopped using the word.
1: Oh, Yeah. I understood it better this time. It seems like you. By the way, I give you a lot of credit. You said it exactly the way you said it the first time. That story about how you used it, and then you. It was you. You you were good at remembering it. What do you want? So inventions. (laughs) Can I? Can I do something real quick? Can you play the? the, You talk too much with the words in it because this is nine a.m. in the morning. Nine a.m. Coming out now. Pause it. Yeah. Now, now, so it, we've talked about this. We set it up. So I started writing things down that he says. So, like, if I, he's living at my house. So if I wake up at 9 o'clock and I go out into the hallway, to, to, his lips are pursed. Ready? Right? Todd, do you think, like, the, hold on, let me use this. It's better.
3: Hey, I'm still here.
1: Oh, hey, Jay. <laughs> yeah. Hey, Todd. They should make sandpaper for your face. To George Carney. <laughs> he's not kidding around. Do <laughs> you know where they sell bumper paint? Can you can you put cocoa butter on your nose? <laughs> I think my nose has cancer. Is that possible? <laughs> you know what I think I'm going to do? Get a massage before I get my teeth pulled. That way I'll be relaxed. <laughs> Swear to God, dude George Carlin, he's going to get a massage before he gets his teeth ripped out of his bones. <sighs> You can pause that. All right, so what is um, an invention? Do you, do you have an idea, like, if you owned a restaurant, what would right, you can do? I, can I pee real quick before we oh, start this invention? Matter of inventions? fact, I have to, too. You All know right, when you great. think you don't have to, and then you do, and now you're lighter? We'll get a little fresh air. Now, yeah. hold on. What will we go to break on? Um, Sorry. Oh, guess what happened? That was a quick break. And while we were on break... We decided to go back to these two subjects real quick. So before we bring up the trophy thing, because that's something that um, that uh, Ryan just brought up, I want to say that um, there's a you know for people that say with some of those words, I think they say it with faggot and queer and uh, and and nigger, as that they say the words so it doesn't takes the takes the sting out of it. Because they use it, you know we're using it. So the the whole thing was like, yeah, we're use like we use it. You, so what you yelled it at me, we we say it in our song. Like we don't it doesn't bother us anymore. They took the words can only be, um, you know, have uh, it's it's only you know what you let them be. You know who you are, and uh, so and I'm going to say this very calmly because then we're going to move on to this other thing, and I don't mean to <coughs> pull the Mark Maron. Um, I don't want to say – I don't want to – don't. i I'm so worried about looking dated, but then when I mess around with that word, it makes it look to somebody that's younger like there's something embarrassing about it, and I should fucking stop it, okay? I wish there was another word. I still do. I really do. But when I use the slang, if there's someone listening to the show that hasn't listened to all the shows and I say I'm Mark Marin, they don't know. So until I get a fucking word that I like better, yeah, I'm gay. So I think I can answer to if it takes the sting out of the word – When when I hear gay, when I hear people saying you know, some people go faggot and gay. In fact, if it takes a sting out of the word, it doesn't. And I think you could prove it. You know, there's so many hidden camera shows that prove things that we can you know throw shit on people and they'll. Why can't we have a hidden camera show? If I had a show on television, if I sell Todd Glass's show, I will prove things through hidden cameras. And let me tell you something. You do an interview. You could make this happen. You do an interview with someone, like who 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 was on there saying that took the sting out of the word. What singer? Uh, uh, A singer. Yeah, there was a singer that said it took the sting out of the word because oh, I know Steph. Who? Steph. Okay, and you and you do an interview with him, and then as he's getting in his car, you plant this, and you have hidden cameras. Someone go nigger when he. If you asked him what would happen if someone yelled nigger at him, of course he's not going to f- crumble right there in the imaginary in the imagination of He's going to go. I'd rise to the occasion and I'd realize who that was. No, it wouldn't bother me anymore. I'd be like, yeah, we use the word. Yeah, if you asked him. If you asked him, but the reason that there's still a process to go through, yes, if somebody yells that, you have to take into consideration the ignorance and the hate. And if you're an evolved person, you get to a place, you get to it. It doesn't happen right away. When someone yells that, if you're brilliant, you have to take a certain amount of time to rise past that type of hate. And yes, not take it, it's anything to do with your worth, but it still stings. Don't act like, because you put it in a song, and that's, so that's why you can't ask the person, because they're going to give you a dissertation on, whoa, 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 whoa. but if you have a hidden camera, and at the end of that night, 30 minutes later in that interview, someone goes, nigger! And then have a hidden camera in the car and see what it does. I guarantee you'd be something a little closer to, I know that shouldn't fucking bother me, but what type of fucking mother, because I know it with faggot. Oh, I've heard them all use the word faggot and queer, but let me tell you something, still, if I was coming out of someone, it's never happened to me ever, and someone said,
3: faggot!
1: I wouldn't be like, yeah, I hear a lot of people use that word as, you know, to own it. They took it back. And let's not play games anymore. You know that I'm right. And if I'm not, it goes back to the other thing. Then what happened to you? Were someone yelling a vile, disgusting, justifiable word that it's okay? Any therapist would go, of course that gave you a stomach ache. A lot of hate was thrown your way. And you're going, no, I'm so evolved. No, what an extremely evolved person does is they can quickly get to a part where it doesn't make it a part of their fiber. But it's still, that doesn't mean they have to act like it didn't sting. So stop it. You didn't take the goddamn word back. Stop with that already. You didn't own it. Stop it. Grow up, you're like a little baby that deep down, don't tell me there's not someone that will hear this will go somewhere in my gut of guts. I know Todd's right because it does sting. You're going to really think because you're going to not admit it? You know what they call it? A kid got caught with his hand in a cookie jar? Because that's exactly what it means. Just because he didn't admit that he was taking cookies, the adult knows he took a fucking cookie. And I know the person that hears this knows I'm right. You didn't take the sting out of the word. Stop it already. It didn't work. Do I understand why people try to do it? Of course I fucking do. It was a good idea. It really was. If someone said maybe we should do that, and it didn't work. Now wake up. It didn't fucking work. And Don't be proud if it did. My God, you're dead inside. Now, what's this thing about the trophies? <laughs> oh, I thought you were going to show me a post-it. No.
4: <laughs> um, well, you brought up... Um, I think you said you oh, had a the difference. the trophies. Yeah. yeah. You feel that it's okay. Well, tell me. I don't want to assume because I,
1: I'll tell you my opinion on that. You know, if you were, here's i I'm going to answer this maybe cleanly. Trophies for trying to, uh, you, you tried. You know what I mean? That, that football player made his kids give James back. Harrison, participation. Yes. Participation trophies. You know, if you heard two dentists talking about comedy, what, what would you, and getting into a fight about it, and then there's a real comedian there, and they're not asking him, and they know he's a real comedian. Does that look like they're a little maybe off or like maybe they know he's a comedian and he's willing to talk. And there's three people hanging out in someone's living room and they just argue back and forth. Like, why aren't they asking the comedian fucking? You know, he's right there. Yeah. Well then then why don't in these areas we want to do the same thing? They go, I'm sure someone that studies children, because it's not silly. And that's the reason you write it off. You, you admit it. Come on, you write what they say off because you think it's all hocus. Stop it already. These therapists, they get in your head, they figure it out. No, they do. They study people. So why not ask them and let them brilliantly tell you why it's okay? Like, why do we think we get to have our opinion on everything? Why don't we want to learn? Why don't we want to go? It doesn't make sense to me, but to turn it to truth. I'm going to check my, 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 what if your wife was a therapist, you'd know, or if your neighbor wasn't, you go, Hey, can I ask you a question? Like, I always feel like, no, let someone earn something. It's okay to lose. And they either brilliantly going to tell you why well, you're right, or they're going to most likely, if you had a gun to your head and you had to guess right now, which, what, what brilliance is going to come out of their mouth? How a ther- therapist is going to go. It's okay. Cause you worry pain is part of life It's you'll get pain. Your first girlfriend or significant other will break up with you. You'll have someone you love dies. Life will give you pain. It doesn't have to be implemented by people. And Here, no one's implementing it, but it doesn't have to be like, oh, they'll, they'll know, know what it's like. Maybe they'll know what it's like to participate. Maybe, it's, maybe they'll brilliantly tell you how, no, it teaches a child that participating is important and, that's, and winning. They'll still know they lost. I bet they could tell you that every fucking child that got the participation trophy still knows they lost. And by the way, they might even have been a little bummed even. They're definitely bummed. They didn't make it go away. And by the time that they're the age where it does nothing, then they stop doing it. You don't give kids in high school – and they don't, I think. And if they do, if I, I just want to ask somebody. I don't want to – but let me ask you a question. If we ask a the therapist, so how's that for you? Like instead of asking me, why don't you ask somebody and then sort of try to respect what they do? Does that make sense? That makes sense. But you thought you, – because when Nick heard it come off the television, I think he felt like you. You're like, I'm a pretty evolved person, but I'm going to tell you. Sort of make that – well, I'm, explain your version. I'll, I'll,
4: I'd be happy to. Maybe. I think that if you have given someone the trophy, you don't take it back. You've already given it right. to them. Okay, you so don't forget take about that, back. though. I think the pro, I think the issue – the pro, I will call it a problem, I guess, for me in, in ways, is that you're giving a child who – potentially, potentially, didn't try as hard, didn't do as much, maybe didn't go to all the practices, maybe didn't commit. Uh, a team, uh, coaches. How old were they? All the way through. I don't. You pick.
1: Well, because if it's 17 I, okay, no, you, God, you 17, I I – okay, No, 17, no. I forgot. No. I can, we're, I, we're talking I can about this youth cle- sports. Let's I can, just generalize I, it with that that age. Right. And I can make this cleaner. I don't even have to interject anymore. Okay. When you're done, I have a perfect answer for you. Okay. Um. So, I, I again, my
4: stepson now 12, but over the years I've watched him and the kids on his team come in last place and get trophies that are broken and they don't care. It's on the ground. They don't care about it. They don't respect it. Um, so I, just, I don't think the, the problem is the, the kids. I think it's the people that want to give a participation trophy. Your reward, I think, for playing an organized team sport is is the participation. Like, you've learned so much about teamwork and getting to know people in, <clears throat> in ways you didn't, you know, especially within a sport. Um, and I know, too, being – I'll never, for me personally, I'll personalize the story. We, we got cut a lot as kids from teams. And there was one team that was just very clicky, family, you know, all the – everyone knew each other. They wanted their kids on the team only. So we started our own team. And our goal wasn't just to beat that team because they didn't cut us. We got into the tournament to go beat the best team in the league. And we mowed over the team that wouldn't have us on our way to the top team. And year after year after year, we won. And it was so rewarding. Um, so good, you know, the pizza party after when you come in last place, there's nothing wrong with having a big pizza party and, and a coach giving out something like I think that's great. But if you're going to be in an organized league and there's a prize at the end, there should be a prize at the end. I okay. Think, let me, sure.
1: Now let me ask you this. It's a, I to George Carlin. That's what. <laughs> no, can I tell you? Yes, that is. I love it. for so many reasons. Tonight, it just happened to be a shit ton of them. Every time I take it as a powerful tool, that I when I when I mess up on it, I apologize from my heart because I don't. I want that to fucking work every goddamn time. So to George Carlin, this is going to sound flippid because yes, I do think I'm probably right, and if I don't say that, it's so it's nasty. It's less nasty to say it. So with that in mind, do you? We both did the same thing. We both thought we sold our point like a motherfucker. We made some good, clean points, and it shows you're kind, and we just sold it. Like, as a matter of fact, the more the other person, you really let me go. That's why I wanted you to really be able to go. I didn't want to, when someone listens to this think I cut you off. I'm like, I get it because you keep recleaning it up in your head. And if someone lets you talk a little, you feel like you get it out. But that's what we both did. Do you mind being wrong? And no. letting it fucking go? Or no. do you, would you love that story so much that you told that you're just going to hold on? So with that in mind, and I do feel the same way. By the way, this is a great one because I'm not sure there might be an alteration of maybe. But if I, I love this thing. Gun to head. Gun to head. If we got my friend almost Dr. Kevin Seuss on the phone, is he going to brilliantly tell us why? Look, it, it's overwhelmingly it's good. Uh, yeah, with that one thing, the trophies. But overwhelmingly, the, we're talking about rewarding children when they're not. It's the, the trophy. <clears throat> sometimes it was a pizza party. But that's right there is the difference. But, but, we, don't, but we don't. That is... to, But hold on. Oh, we, hold on. Leave it at this. Okay. We did say you don't mind being wrong, right? Uh, yes, we did. Yes. So if if somebody told now, then we get into a slippery slope. If we ask a professional, you might go, "Well, he could be a quack." This is so ironclad. I'm saying that he will probably ironclad say it's okay. If he said that, do you, re, do you want to – and same with me. Do I? If someone goes, no, no, Todd, here, I'm, I'm a therapist. I'll tell you why it's wrong. If, but here's the thing. I really do believe this overwhelmingly. Not with you I don't believe it. I think I'm more apt to change. That's why I'm right socially with stats because i i think my history shows that i have the ability to do. you don't just say you're a good skier you show it i think my history shows that i would get i want to i want to i take pride in fucking thinking what i thought was completely fucking wrong not as a kid no fucking no but as an adult i like to just be knowledgeable and if that means i'm dead wrong then okay, okay, I'll stop, I, I'll learn, I'll ask a few questions. And I don't think the other side, not you, and I, to George Carter, I mean that, the other side is his willingness to be wrong. I just think they want what they want. They, being wrong means work. And they don't, they, just, they don't want to change. even if And then they write off therapists. They do. They think it's hogwash. Because if you didn't think it was hogwash, if you thought it was the same thing as a heart doctor, yeah, come on. I mean, I've. I, so, I what do you therapy. think would happen? I've gone to therapy. What do you for think would happen if we asked years. a therapist? I know that's if a good question. If we asked a therapist, I mean. Because we will. I'm going ha- to lay it in. I'm going to have my friend, Dr. I Kevin. I think
4: you'd also find another therapist to say this. Um, I,
1: Overwhelmingly, if you ask 10 therapists, of course, I think eight are going to say. Sure, they are. And they're right. But my point is. why can't you, you just sh- change without hearing it? Well, can you? You already know analytically. What about
4: this? Just hear me out on this. What I agree 100%, it is absolutely right and necessary and good and you know vital to reward all the children, reward them. But I don't think all of them should get the same reward. That's all I'm saying. I don't think last should get what first does. They should still be but rewarded and acknowledged and encouraged,
1: but they should know a difference. I bet overwhelmingly it's not. What? Because the people that agree with you 100% that think they should get nothing. No, they, I don't think they should they get nothing. They think you agree with them, that you're just scared. <laughs> no, they don't. I, I don't. think they do. No, those chill- last place should be rewarded you just need, also. You need to scare the fuck out of those people. people. <laughs> but, but overwhelmingly, I'm going to tell you, a doctor is going to say, it's a lot better to think about that when it was not to think about it, and It never hurts. Sure. Still, they still know – here's the question. Look, if, if my child got a trophy, I'm not going to take it away and give it right. back we, or – you know. We, that's why we didn't make the discussion about that. We just made it as what do we think about right. awarding the, other, the sure. other person. And by the way, doesn't it say a lot about the type of temperament that he might have that even someone that you're agreeing with would have? Of course the person would have the temperament to take it away because they don't get – they don't even get – what they would say if they were evolved. Number one, they'd probably be letting their child take the gift, take the trophy. But at its best, if they were evolved, they would do what you said. No, they have it. You don't take it away. You just say, hey, from now on, no no person that understands children would say, no, you need – they would say, no, 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 I respect. If you asked a therapist, I don't want my kids getting trophies. If you gave a fuck, but they have a trophy and I want to make sure I handle it with kid gloves. No therapist is going to go, no, you take it away. They'd say, all right, well, just here's a way not to have yeah, it happen I, in the future. I, I, you're not. Sure, you're not if agree. you ask 20 therapists, they're not going to go, no, you go into the room, you say, you don't deserve right, this. no. All right. So you'd hit your kids.
4: I would a... beat my kids with that trophy no, and throw saying... <laughs> it away.
1: <laughs> I'm not. By the way, I'm not applauding beating your kids. I'm applauding I Nick's, know, the, Nick's the, timing the on the satellite. thing. Oh my god. Uh. Oh. <laughs> mm-hmm. Oh, well, no matter what you do, that's what the police – we'll talk about that next week. But when the police go, I know there's a lot of police saying, well, no matter what you do, you know, it's going to be hard to make all the public like you, even if you're the best cop in the world. Yeah, that's true. I would imagine that's one of the hardest jobs uh, because uh, you have to give people tickets, and even if you do it good, it's a fucking – but that's such a – they're another path to – if any cop has the attitude of going, well, no matter what you do, they're not – Oh, it sounds like you just have an excuse. But, yeah, there's another cop going, you know what? I found that if you try your fucking hardest and you're decent and you're kind, it does make the job a lot uh, better to be the recipient of, you know, treating people. I don't know what I'm talking about. No matter what – oh, well, that laziness. It's like when a comedian – you know what it is? We know. It's like I, I call them no shit things. Yeah, we get. No matter what – and I do believe it. That's why you have to say it. You're not going to change people's belief unless you get in their head and know what they're thinking. And they're thinking this. No matter what a guy – no matter what the force does, no matter what they fucking do, even if they listen to every fucking thing I said, me, Todd Glass, implement it with a magic wand. Still, not everyone's going to like you. Yeah, you're fucking right. You think I'm going to go, yes, they would. No, it doesn't matter what you fucking do. Fucking, there's still going to always be people that hate cops and are mean to cops. But it'd be better than it was, is, that it is, you know, because there's a lot of prejudice cops. A prejudiced deli owner, not so bad. A prejudiced cop? Dangerous and deadly. Much more fucking dangerous. Yeah. And let me tell you something. Every time they – th- and then this cop now that was hesitant to shoot his gun – Uh, I knew that was going to happen. And yes, that fucking blows. But whose fault is that? Whose fault is that? Yes, that it's not me giving my opinion over whose fault it is, is not is not deciding whether that's sad that a cop got shot because in a necessary situation, he's probably you know what happens to the good fucking cops. And I know there are good cops, but there's a lot of fucking bad ones, too. I defend them because the good ones are there. And if it's even 10%, they need to be fucking acknowledged, not ignored. But there's a lot of bullies and a lot of dicks and a lot of – it just breeds that. And now they think they can come out with a half of an – oh, now – yeah, yeah, it's your fault. It's your fault that now that's going to happen. Because and, and every time they still do stuff, like you see videos from 2015, you go, oh, my God, what don't they know there's cameras? And then I realize something. That's because how much they get away with. Cops might not be evolved emotionally, but they're not fucking dumb. And if they're doing what we catch, that means they're getting away with a lot more still. Forget about the 60s, how much shit went down. Think about that. Almost scientifically, if you look at it, they're not dumb that way. This is what they do. They catch people lying. So if they're still with all the cameras, you still see shit. Mark my words, that means they're getting away with a lot more. So when you go, why would they think they can get away with that still? Because they do. And, again, I will end it with, there's a lot of good fucking cops. I, you, you watch a video when a cop is on a high-speed chase, the guy turns upside down, and he's talking the guy through it. You're going to be all right. This is a guy that just fucking had to chase for... Th- that exists. I get it. And But it's not one or the other. It's not like, oh, because they do so. We know they do good. That's not an excuse for... And and I'm not even talking about cops that would throw in a gun, you know, that type of bad cop. I'm talking about bullies out there. There's a video online of these kids that had a fake beer coaster. This, to me, says it all, more than just if I had a cop where, you know, where they put a fake gun into him. I'm not even talking about that because, to me, this is when you really lose even the good people. And it's a video. It's online, and the kids have fake beer cozies. And they cross the street, and the cops think it's a beer cozy. And the one woman, man, she's drilling those kids. And the other cop, it's fucking amazing, is being so cool and like, yeah, we got caught. Like, this is a perfect opportunity to, to laugh and prove we have a good sense of humor. And he's going, where'd you get those things? He's not even caring. He goes, oh, so you put them in the freezer? And he's talking to the kids, and he's looking at the woman. Me and Nick are watching it. He's looking at the woman that's berating them. Like, just being a fucking jackass to the kids. And just like, wow, and the other cop's so cool, so nice. And you're thinking, okay, which way if they watch that at the police department? And look, someone could try to make up a reason a cop. Well, the reason we do that is because we no, stop it already. That other cop was doing so much more positivity by proving he had a sense of humor. You do that thousands of times. That's thousands of people that like you. Every interaction you have with somebody when you're a cop that's positive, it fucking goes a long way. I know because my friend John is a great cop, and if he sees kids with like a paper bag on the road, and he does, he thinks it's liquor, he'll, he will stop them at midnight. And then when it's Gatorade, because that happens a lot. He always goes out of his way. This is a teeny little thing, but I love it, because it's, 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 this, this happens thousands and thousands and thousands and thousands, and thousands of times in a cop's career. It can either go the way John did it when I'm on the ride-along or way I normally see it being done with another cop, who will be nice to me course. He'll go, what do you got there? And they say it's Gatorade. You know, there's a curfew. They don't want to have to be wrong. But John will be like, well, obviously that's not what we're looking for. Where are you guys coming from? They went to a concert. Oh, my daughter wanted to go to that. Was it good? He does that all the time. That That's what I'm fucking talking about. And that's why one time I told my friend how many, what the percentage of bad cops were, and I told him what I thought it was, and he was like, oh my God, Todd, no, it's not. 94 Five percent of cops are good cops because he thought I meant, like I said, like would steal evidence or I went, no, just bullies, just bullies. And he went, ooh I said, don't lie to me, John. How many cops are as good as you? Be honest. And it was low. I think it was like 10 percent damn to deal with situations. He doesn't put his life in danger. He knows when the shit hits the van. I watch him. He knows you can know the difference. That, that, that situation with the kids with the fake beer cozy, nowhere near where that cop had to be a dick like that. Perfect opportunity. He's not stupid. He's not walking into someone's yard and they pull something out of their pocket and he goes, oh, you got to be. No, then he'll fucking do what he's got to do. But when it's absolutely positive that you could just do some good PR, he does it. And that woman should be mortified. That video should go viral. Not that anybody should do anything wrong. She should just, I wish you would see this, hear me talking about it. Someone should send this to her and go, come on. Have the ability, if you don't have the ability, because you could be a good person, you get that mindset on, you get the uniform on, maybe you got the problems of life, you could be a good person. Your only way to prove that you are a decent, kind person is to watch your behavior on that video, someone knows where it's at, play what I'm playing. And if you said, wow, no, I didn't need to do that. Because if you did need to do that, then the other cop was bad. Who was doing the wrong fucking thing? If experts watched it, if people from the police department, when they have actual divisions on PR in neighborhoods, that's what they do. There's cops that only do PR. Watch that video. Who would they praise and who would they go? Not necessary. This, that video, find that video because it's, to me, it's like that's the, that's what really does more than the bad shit because it, now you're pissing off good people. And that's a, That should be watched and no one should do anything. She's just, I would love, like I say about everything else, if the word got out to her and she watched it and went. Yeah, because if you don't, if you don't watch that and you're not nauseated by that, uh, then you're a danger. You're a bully at least. I don't think you're going to shoot anybody. And, you know, but you're going you're to be on the force your whole life till you retire. You're going to bully people. You're going to be a dick. You're going to be a dick. Because you, that's the behavior that we, that's not odd behavior. That's who you are. Well, you're just going to be a dick. And then there's my friend John being really cool. Even if he's handcuffing somebody, he goes, I'm always nice. You know why? Because if they see me at 7-Eleven with my kids, they'll remember. Even at the night when I was doing it, they fucking hated me. They're going to remember. When they calm down and they're going to go, he was actually pretty cool to me.
4: It's a great point. Mm-hmm.
1: So you want to take your kids' trophies away? I got him on the phone right now.
6: <laughs> no, Get I that don't. little phone. <laughs> oh. What's your show?
1: Derek. Derek? Yeah. Okay, hold on. Derek, are you there?
3: Yeah. Yeah. Oh, yeah. I got a trophy for participating. Uncle Ryan.
1: Uncle? I'm your stepdad.
3: I can use my regular voice. So
1: I I'm gonna make it your uh, nephew because I realized your kids how oh. even though we could have lied in the bit, but I keep well I'm a professional show. So, um, so uh, I'll make him. Uh, he's your oh, he's your nephew, and you got to tell him. Tate, to... his, my nephew's name is Tate. Tate, you're on the line. Go ahead. Hi. Hi, Tate, what are you doing up this late? Uh,
3: I just. My mom said I get to a little bit of the show. Oh. Hey, did you hear know I got a trophy? We didn't win. What you we came? Didn't
4: win, you no. came in last place.
3: Well, no, so we didn't win. And I think we need to practice more. But we got these participation trophies, and they're pretty
4: cool too. Yeah, well, if they gave them to you, congratulations—you already got it.
3: Well, one of my friends it. At... <laughs> well, yeah, that's—you know—that. Yeah, <laughs>
4: yeah. Well, no, that's not right to take it back. That's, that's what I—that's—that's I mean, that's, uh, that's all
1: wrong. See what it seems like. Mm-hmm. We got to go in for the close. Wow. Do you have an invention? If you can invent something, did we talk about we, that? We did on our podcast.
4: We did not on your podcast. What was yours? Man, I, yours
1: was... The, your. Who's one? Because one of them I remember. You're going to know who, what I'm talking about. Overwhelm Jays.
4: Jays the severity brake lights. Yes.
1: You knows it. Oh, God. Be nice to my second... My podcast wife. All right.
3: I mean, be nice to my podcast wife.
4: So he had brake lights i had two i had what were severity lights explain they them they were um depending on how hard you're braking they would start right. from the middle and go out so if you saw someone ahead of you and it just had one or two bars they were lightly braking if it was extended all the way out i think he may have even said flashing possibly yeah. which reminds me jake turn on your fucking ah, jake <laughs> <laughs>
1: Jake, seriously, turn on your blinkers. Your, turn your blinkers, I know we haven't mentioned him in 10 minutes. Uh, he's so upset. He's so upset. Jake's in
0: Canada and he is
1: having fun. Rah, 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 rah. Rah, 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 Ryan Stickler. Right. Ryan, Ryan Seckler. Rah, Ryan, Ryan Seckler. Sack, sack, Ryan, Ryan, Sackler, Ryan, Ryan, All right, enough, Chris Hardwick. What are we gonna do with women in the locker room? We'll figure out a way. Put your dick away. Like, I love, uh, I love. Uh, I'm gonna fuck his joker, but I'll get the fucking meat of it. Um, uh. Blah. No, um, uh, oh, no, it reminds me of Doug Stanhope. but I'll, I'll fuck this up, but you'll get the gist of it. He said, you know, when the whole went with, well, with Michael Sam in the locker room, you're millionaires. What are you showering in a circle for? You should have like, sh- these are you're billionaires. You should have like the four seasons or at least a simple like have a Bally's. Like where they have little stalls. Why are you? Yeah, right. yeah, go in there. Why are you all so worried? God damn it, we can sit around in circles and wash our cocks. Now we're going to have gay people in here fucking it up. You go in stalls. You're businessmen. You don't see guys from Coca-Cola in a circle showering, washing their dicks. <laughs> Get us by your sewer and put some uh, boxers on and walk out into the public area like a fucking adult. And by the way, some really smart fucking people say that. And they should be ashamed of themselves. And I really mean that. I'm giving them credit. There's some smart goddamn people that still... Doesn't it sound foolish coming out of your mouth? Don't you think we'll work it out like every fucking thing else? Anyway. What do I care? I don't give a shit. Well, that's why I'm easy breezy. (laughs) What's your invention? Um, I'm a good interviewer.
4: I had... uh, Fucking idiots. I had two. I had one that was soap with SPF in it.
1: By the way, that's still a great idea.
4: Um, I know it's done with lotion. There may be one company or something that does it out there, but... I think it would be a huge market for newborns and senior citizens or anyone that wanted, like, their first base to be on, and then you could reapply an hour or two later, but you're at least heading out even if you, already
1: for, with a, a layer. Even if uh, it could be a, had to be a little more subtle so it didn't clog your – you had some protection. Right. So by the time you went, oh, fuck, I didn't put – you know, you always got that because that's just subconscious it's when already, you're in the
4: shower. Uh, already protected out of the shower, and, and people are like, oh, well, waterproof – well, there's a lot of waterproof suns. Can I do Lations. your ad for you? Sure.
1: Okay, I'll do your ad. Can you put a little... Uh, hello, testing one, two, three. I want to be very professional. No, no reverb for this. Um, I'll do it like old school. What, what do you want to call your soap? You want to give it a name? Give it a good name. It's your, na- your the name. You get to name it. The packaging, can it be like cool brown paper? Yeah, of course. Sure. Yeah. You want like a sticker in the back holding it shut? Like That's what I want. Okay, so what do you want to call it? I'm going to let you name. I'm not going to interject. Um, Might interrupt.
4: See. Help me out. Give me a name. Well, well I mean, you know,
1: uh, uh, a good name. How about Soap Brian? How about Jeff? Jeff's great. Jeff's great. <laughs> name that after his dog. It's, it's a brown paper. It says, Jeff, I'll do the commercial. Great. Because when they always do these commercials, they would be just talking about something, and then there'd be a pause, and it was always, well, uh, as always, when I uh, got off work on Friday, the people from Jeff dropped off a box of soap. And you know what? I went without it for like two months. Because I was away, and you guys snatched it up, and I wasn't here. And you know what? It's such a clean smell. And uh, quite frankly, I'm tired of people coming into the office here with their perfumes. And I'm telling you, uh, a silly name, but not anything to laugh about because it just smells not too much. And I like it. I like it. I get a lot of compliments. I wear Jeff. And I'll tell you what I like about it the most. Uh, it seems like I'm never going to remember to put sunblock on until it's midday. And it's a good feeling in the middle of the day when I've been outside. And, of course, you know, we went uh, hiking last weekend. That when I'm like, oh, my God, I forgot to put on my uh, sunblock that I already put on Jeff. I don't, <laughs> like, I don't like the way that sounds. So you wear it. It's got built-in sunblock. You're going to like Jeff you because. You Jeff all over you. Let me tell you something. Jeff, you rub Jeff all over your. <laughs> <laughs> <naked>. <laughs> Hey, did you mention our podcast? <laughs> like,
4: come on, let us do yeah, a show. Yeah, he said the crab fest. He said it a bunch.
1: <laughs> wow, uh, God, we got to go in. It goes so quick. So fast. I, I don't know if I did everything. Like I don't get to play this. ooga chaka, uga uga ooga chaka, uga uga ooga chaka, uga uga ooga chaka, uga 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 chaka, uga uga. Deep we don't have time for that. So we got the quick break. We did it. Blah blah blah. It's a real show. <laughs> oh. They're just ripping paper. The baby I've rub. seen that one. It's adorable. It's
4: the best. It's
3: the
1: best sound. Oh, I hope they spank that baby so it'll be as well evolved as it could be. <laughs> if they do, they'll give it a trophy. They should give it a trophy. Let's give it a trophy. Don't give any trophies <laughs> at all. Let a guy be a guy and a boy be a boy. How do you want to take it home? This is the and here's the, my favorite part of the show because we don't make it like I used to worry. Like, what am I going to close with? Now I talk about it. Sure, because I'm a professional show. You can't just have a closer. You got to feel with. Well, you what we do we have it. left? Well, we have. Uh, I was. Gonna, I never got this bit ready, so I can't do it. So but I was going to say, that. you know, when people play the radio loud in the car, you still get that. Not as much as you used to. It seems like. But I want to. Get the news and blast it on my car. Like, I want to get a oh, yeah. really big speaker. Not where they'll see it, where it's inside. Like, if I had like $5,000, $10,000 for the best stereo and blast the news and go, that's what I want to listen to. What's wrong with that? Because they're going to think you're being yeah. a dick, but you're like, I like the news. Sorry. Um, we were going to do this, pot, pot. You want to talk about. Pot?
2: La, 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 pot, Give us some pot Forget what you are
1: You can be what you're not All right, well, I think what we should do is <sighs> Hmm Maybe we should end by singing Talking about Jake Until we, like, for three minutes It would be a nice show Picture if you were in the car Driving across country Well, he does acid And his floppy hair Flops all outside the sunroof Jake!
0: Jake! 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 Jake turn on your blinkers
1: Jake I think the best way to go to close would be just uh it's hard to close you know I wish Jake was here on his birthday where is he Jake Jake, Jake. listen to the Todd glass show good night everybody <laughs> happy birthday Jake we're sending this song out to you picture us we're gonna turn our mics off but we're gonna commit and dance around I want you to drive to this music so we're gonna turn the mics off happy birthday drive to this music and put your blinkers on the Seriously, put your blinkers on. I'm not shitting around. Jake, put your blinkers on. It's not a joke anymore. Aristotle's getting pissed off, and his ears, blood's coming out of his ears.
0: Jake's in and He is having fun. He's learning what
3: it is to be Canadian. Now leaving Nerdist.com.